Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show wherever you get it. iTunes, Stitcher, your Android device, aboutlastnightpodcast.com. If you haven't uh, subscribed on iTunes yet and you're listening for the first time, welcome to the show. Uh, Subscribe and then go to iTunes after you listen to a few eps. Give us a five-star rating and comment on the iTunes page. Let us know how you're liking the show, um, what, uh, what episode you've loved. What guest you've loved, what you love about the show, what, dude, what, what maybe you would like to see improved on the show. You know, we'll take it as long as you do it on the iTunes page because that helps us climb the charts, baby. Uh, today's episode, well, it's uh, it's a great one. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Brent Morin returns for his seventh appearance on the About Last Night podcast. Holy shit, seventh appearance, um, and yet again, it's. God, we just laugh so much, man. The three of us, Brad and Brett and I, we just talk about the silliest shit. We got to political on this one for a little bit. But as you'll hear, <laughs> it never gets that serious. Uh, Brent's the best. He has a full website now up and running, brentmorn.com, which you should check for all his tour dates. This episode is also special. Uh, as I mentioned in the episode, Brent finds a way to reinvent every appearance. And he brought another friend with him. His buddy Zach, one of his best friends from childhood, who about an hour in uh, joins the podcast for the last 40 minutes and and shares an insane story of sobriety and joining a religious rehab center. You might cry. You're definitely going to laugh. Um, it was incredible. I uh, This episode is is so great um, because there's so, there's so much to laugh at and there's a lot to learn and it's... Uh, Man, we're just having some inspiring people on lately, and um, it's really awesome to hear people's stories. Everyone's got a fucking story, man, and and it's come from something. And uh, you know, it's you don't know that until you get to know somebody. And this podcast has really provided a great outlet for that. Uh, so the episode's great. Brent comes on and crushes it again. Go see Brent live. All his tour dates are at brentmorn.com. Follow Brent on Twitter at brentmorn. Follow me on tw- uh, Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad and go see Brad this uh, tonight. Actually, through uh, through Sunday in Dayton, Ohio, at the Funny Bone. Brad will be performing shows all weekend at the Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio, May twelfth through the fifteenth, and then May twentieth uh, through the twenty second. Brad is in San Jose at the San Jose Improv. Get your tickets at improv.com. Also, May twentieth is the premiere of Brad Williams' second Showtime special, Daddy Issues on Showtime. Here's a billboard, motherfuckers, on Sunset Boulevard. If you're in L.A. and you're near Sunset in Fairfax, his billboard is there. It's insane. We posted videos and pictures of it. it I couldn't be prouder. That's insane. Daddy Issues, May 20th, Showtime, Brad Williams' second special. Check it out. Come see me in Las Vegas at the Tropicana. I'm headlining the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana in Las Vegas. May 23rd through the 29th. Get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com and come see me in Vegas over Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and then June 2nd through the 5th, I'll be in Tampa at the Tampa Improv. First time there. Real pumped. June 2nd through the 5th. Come see me there. And, of course, bring your merch, which you can get at AstoyMerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y Merchandise.com for all your ALN hats, mugs, shirts, posters. Um, got those new posters in. You can get them signed or not signed. Mugs, shirts. Get them. Bring them to the shows. Uh, for a chance to become fan of the week and get more free shit. Uh, of course, Separation Anxiety, thanks for watching this week. Keep watching. A few more episodes left. Uh, could use those numbers to get a second season. Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. TBS. Watch it. I think that's it. Keeping the intro short today. <laughs> we saw some of your Twitter complaints about it. 
But, you know, sometimes you just got to elaborate a little bit more on what the episode is, and I guess I could keep it to a minimum. Anyway, as I say that, I'm rambling now. Now that we got the Twitter handles out of the way, those are the tour dates, that's the merch info, and now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the record-setting appearance holder, <laughs> seventh time, fuck, it's Brett Morin. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Is that better? There you go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's not. I mean, that's kind of a rookie move not to know how to. Yeah, especially for the guy who's been here fifty-two times. Let me right. tell you something. I knew exactly <laughs> what I was doing. These are the headphones I've always had. I mean, I was. <laughs> I just, I just promote headphones. <laughs> Boy. God, these Bose headphones are really easy to adjust. Cut, take two. They're Sony's, first of all. Okay. No. Maybe they're not, though, but world. We, but we need a sponsorship from Bose or Sony. No, Sony's probably easier. They're cheap whores. <laughs> take that, Sony. Uh, Brett uh, Moran's views on Sony yeah. headphones do not reflect those of the About Last Night podcast. How about That's this? Hey, Bose, fuck you. Sony, <laughs> okay. fuck you. We will bleep and no, edit everything. No, no. Let me tell you something here. <laughs> yeah. Whoever was actually listening, listening, I'm pointing at my headphones, gets the goddamn sponsorship. That's what happens, all right? Bose or Sony, that was not an insult. That was a challenge. <laughs> Thank God I figured you that out. He's coming in hot. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. Could I mean, you I... tell that he's been here a record setting, is it eight times? This no, eight seven? Nine. Look, man, who knows? You know? <laughs> I was telling Adam that we should hang a banner for you like they did for Taylor Swift at the Staples Center. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Which... That was my idea, by the way. <laughs> the it was. No, I was having lunch with Kobe. At, yeah. Uh, no, for real, at the Habit. Mm-hmm. And, well, not with him, but he was ne- he was at the table <laughs> next to me by himself. Right. That's such an early Hollywood move, by and, the way. And I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Because I wanted to say, like, But you knew you were going to say something. I had yeah. to say something. So yeah. I was leaving, and I just went, Taylor Swift should have a banner. <laughs> and I ran out, and he goes, hmm. And then I left. But then they had a banner, so I think it's my... Wait, I'm confused at what the connection between Kobe and Swift is. I don't know. I just knew that she was at Staples. He plays at Staples. Yeah. I tried to find a connection. There you go. And he was the one that presented her the banner. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Now, do you always... Is there somebody that's too huh? famous for you? <laughs> is there somebody that's too famous for you to try to talk to? Besides Chris D'Elia. First off, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's put this on record. <laughs> I, I, Picture mud. Picture just wet. Well, mud's always wet. Mud. <laughs> My definition. Mud with black hair, 6'3". Yeah. That's Chris D'Elia. <laughs> Yo, what's up with that Whoa. dance video he just posted? It's a movement. He won again. <laughs> he won again? <laughs> he Dude, I literally saw, I think it was Vulture or BuzzFeed posted, Chris D'Elia may have broken the internet with his they dance all, phenomenon. I don't know why... Oh, he can't be that smart to know. <laughs> he he's not. I've been dying to do something like that. I know. That. No, he's there's no way he tries to do that. He just has the time he to do what that. He's doing. He does. He's it's all calculated. Me off. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> he knew Vine was about to hit before Vine even hit. Yeah. Let me tell you something about Vine. I got mad at him about cuz he's always had social media like that's always been like his, his thing. thing. From MySpace, like he was the guy we play bowling alleys, he still had a lot of followers somehow and uh 
Vine was out for two months. He had Vine. And mm-hmm. Chris is one of my best friends. I see him every day. Yeah. And it took him two months to go, like, you should get on Vine. I go, when did that come out? He goes, two months ago. Now, oh, yeah, he needed to fucking to take, corner the market first. Yeah, he cornered yeah. it first, yeah. and then he brought me in. And I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Look, I do things like foreign film. Like, a lot of tweens don't get that, okay? <laughs> I'm a cult guy. Yeah, right now I'm... I'm good reviews. Yeah. He's money. Yeah. That's the difference. <laughs> You're the indie film of social media. We used to, we used to say... <laughs> He sa- he would say to me like when I was opening for him a while ago. Uh, <laughs> when I was opening for him, I used to say he used to say, "What do you think we're going to be in like ten years?" Like us, like. And I yeah. said, "Here's what I think is going to happen." I said, "I think you're going to do some movies that don't get great reviews on Rotten, mm-hmm. but they're going to make a lot of money." Mm-hmm. I think it'll be like that, like Rush Hour revamp. You know, let's do it white, and it causes controversy <laughs> or something. I go, and I'm going to do a couple indies, like total, like. F- Five million dollars yeah. with like William Defoe or something. Love Defoe. And like the difference is, you're gonna have like the big house. I'll have like a modest apartment in New York because I mm-hmm. moved there because that's where the scene is. And then like I go and have lunch with like Matt Damon. And what we do is we trash like Hollywood. That's me. <laughs> but you'll have all the like the glitz and glamour right. for a little bit, and then you kind of fizzle out after the action figure. Oh my Bad- god! I love how you did it in quotes. I tried to say badacle. I meant uh, what the uh, yeah, fuck? I, I, Is I didn't that try new- to say badacle. I tried to say debacle. Wait a minute! I caught myself saying badacle. <laughs> yeah. And I should have just not said it. I should have just let it now, go. Is that we, the ultimate? We would have went along with it. Is that the ultimate Clooney boop, or That's is that the one. new? Is that like the European Clooney boop? Badacle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it was quite the badacle. Right now, Adam knows. I'm trying to think of another. That's Brent Moore, and I listened to the podcast. He had quite the badacle. That's a Chris Hemsworth birth. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, boy, that was oh, a Clooney poop right there. Huh? <laughs> kill- Got him back. Well, there was pit slips. There was Damon's. What was it? It was his Matt Damon's. Oh, God. Matt Damon Wayans. I don't know. That was a while yeah. ago. But- Fuck you, Matt Damon. <laughs> Give a You're, shit. What? Actually, I just said I'd want to have dinner with yeah, him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How are you, you going to have dinner We're with Boston. him? Tra- We're Boston. We're trashing Hollywood. Fuck you. Okay. Here's the goal okay. of making friends in Hollywood. Yeah. You want somebody like Matt Damon to walk by or Jack Nicholson, and you're at dinner, and you mm-hmm. just go, you fucking piece of shit, and then you hug. Then you know your friends. All right, uh, look, I don't want to name drop, and I don't want, but this speaks to what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. On Ghostbusters... Melissa McCarthy started doing this thing with me where she, when I saw her the first day I showed up, she just goes, I hadn't seen her yet, and she goes, Ray, and I turn around and she just had a giant middle finger up and she goes, fuck you. You made it. We started laughing. That was the running joke. And then when I saw her at the SNL after party like a month ago, uh, I went up to her and did it. By the way, um, uh, what she's like with her mom and Ben and people, <laughs> but she was I I, I took in. She was Lauren Michaels is sitting there. Uh, he was there. I wouldn't I wouldn't even have been there. I would have been too afraid to even be in the same room. Yeah. But she I know she had a drink in her hand and was feeling good, and I just go McCarthy, and she turns over, and then she put up the middle finger before me. Oh, she, oh, so, she quick drawed you. She quick drawed. Oh That's man, great. That's but, a friendship. But you're, but you're right. But you're right. Because then it's a friendship, and also. You know, everyone knows who she is. Nobody there except for Ben, her husband, knew who I was. So That's everyone else is great. like, everyone else kind of like piggybacked on her. I can see everyone else looking at me being like, should we go fuck? fuck? Clearly, Melissa hates this guy. What the fuck? <laughs> should we get him out of the party? Should yeah, we fight yeah. him? Yeah, yeah. What should I, we do? When I worked at Conan as a PA, the big thing they said is like, like out of nowhere, something happened in like two years where he had enough. FaceTime with me yeah. where he knew who I was, knew what I was trying to do. I would I would leave to go do like Chelsea Lately and stuff. So he was aware that I was trying to have a career. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
out of nowhere, I was like, oh, I would be like, hello, Conan. He goes, murderer. He'd be like that. <laughs> and I was like, Conan called me a murderer. Yeah, you took offense to it at first because well, you didn't know. I the... didn't know what it meant. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Conan's assistant goes, oh, you're in. He goes, the second he starts trashing you and uh-huh. saying mean things, <laughs> that means he loves you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so like when I did Conan the last time. Uh, Is that why my mom calls me pussy? <laughs> No, she no, actually that's... no, she actually thinks that. Okay. Okay. No, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, well, or we've all done it. Or... Listen to my voice. Look how high it is. <laughs> oh my god. Can or I she or she's just reminding you where you came from. How dare you? How dare you speak? <laughs> I want of people like at that. home to how know. How dare you? I want people at home to know that not only did obviously he said that, but the confidence and the the way he pointed like a senator. He spoke Adam. about my mom's vagina to my face with his arm extended with towards me, with a smile like, like a, a senator, senator. like right. he's doing a propaganda poster. You know, just maybe at she. You. Yeah, you know where you came from. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not fucking bailing on this bit. By the way, staying strong. I'm staying in the pocket. Yeah. I like that. That's by the way, what? that with somebody's platform look we all came from a pussy <laughs> bernie i mean he's he's a couple you know yeah, uh, you rallies know away from just saying that i think bernie Why could not? actually just say like i'm sure by now he's accidentally said pussy in the middle of a speech can you imagine like, because how he's the un- way he talks yeah we have to figure it out we're gonna f- the government's gonna f- find a pussy's bernie. happening and then we're gonna <laughs> realize you're like did he first say pussies all, first of all first of all you're the bernie you're doing that I'm was like, terrible no I, he was- he drank <laughs> He slept three hours and was on a fucking bender. The NyQuil hasn't worn Maybe off. He slipped like one but, oxy. But, but actually, you had the essence of Bernie. No, yeah, people can't see the essence. The voice was terrible. Can Let you me imagine do a real Bernie? All right, pussy. <laughs> now picture Bernie saying like, it. Where like do I that, where do I put the like check mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing that sucks about what they do versus what we do. We can flub. Um, well, you flub a word on stage, you butcher your whole joke, right? Isn't flub also a word we shouldn't say though? <laughs> All right. I mean, it Brent, sounds look, it sounds I like I want a you nickname. to stay as long as possible, yeah. but this is my apartment and I get to decide how much flub is used and when it's used. Flub is such a fun word, isn't it? It's well, the best. It, did you cheat on me? Look, no. I had a flub. We all have flubs. I had a flub. Wow. She she, she was hot. I flubbed one. I flubbed one. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying like Bernie can't like you can't slip up and and say the wrong word cuz it like like you said, he might have accidentally said pussy. I don't think. But what if he did? What if he just spaced? You give all those speeches, they're going to run together. And, right. And at some point, you might just space out while you're up there. You get a heckler at some point. You just Yeah, you just out. react. You don't think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, obviously, Donald doesn't. Got him. Well, <laughs> that's, goes, well that's why, he, I mean, you know, he just doesn't give a fuck. And he has no filter. He's also not. He, has, he's not, he doesn't write anything. No. The guy, here's the deal. I, I, let, me, let me preface this. Paris was Don't bad. 9-11 was bad. I'm like, dude, that shit I would say. You yeah, can't say yeah. what it's I would not, say. I would, if you said we need a candidate, go up there <laughs> like the candidate passed out. Right. That's Donald's speeches. Look, Donald's Obama's- speeches are like, uh, uh, she's a pig, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, she is. It's he just, was fired up. It's just trigger words. It's well, trigger words to get people excited. And here's the thing that bugs me is when people say, and this is about any candidate, and this is any politician. They're like, you know what? That politician says what we're all thinking. I'm like, no, no, I don't. I don't want a politician to do that because I want a politician to be saying and thinking things that are better. Than, Dude, what, than, than what I'm saying. And yeah, I want. If, I'm not if that If you're smart. saying what I'm thinking as <laughs> a comedian in a an f- apartment, <laughs> I shouldn't be president. <laughs> right. You know? Like, oh, trust me, we know. I don't even need, <laughs> I can't even afford the wood 
for the desk that they use in that office. Like, do you understand? Yeah. Like, when they're like, "We need you to uh, sign this document." What is it? Uh, it's about the fifteenth. Blah blah. See, I can't even make something up. <laughs> I can't even you make can't something even be a up. Fake you candidate. can't even say like amendment. How are we going to have a president yeah. who legitimately fake tans? <laughs> Know, like man. you know what Obama three terms. <laughs> dude, I mean, dude, he's coming off. Great I was just post. Like, I was just in D.C. and walking by the White House, and I literally had this moment of like, I was with Avery Pearson. We were like, God, Obama's the fucking cool. Like there will never be a cooler president. No, there just won't be. Well, no. who it, plays it, basketball? Yeah. Who golfs with Jordan? Who shoots free throws with Wade? Who was on a podcast? Who was on? Who hangs out with science? It's just and on top of like what he did in his uh, presidency. Did you ever see right. the YouTube video? This is the extent of my knowledge of uh, the election. Um, a YouTube video comparing the way Trump handled hecklers and the way that. Obama yeah. handled Oh, it's this. incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like, that's a president. Yep. Yeah. That's an open micer. Donald yeah. Trump is an open micer. That's what guy, he is. Yeah, he's just the guy that screams, Get him out of you. here. Screw that guy. You yeah. don't get my bits? Yeah. It's a wall. <laughs> I've heard about 15 open micers make a wall joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Like, sure, that's, sure. that's, he's an open micer. That's a micer. great, uh, oh, fuck uh, you, comparison. Trump. You're an open micer. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> I need the press. Oh, God, do you see his thing with the uh, when he posted the picture of him holding the taco bowl? And I mean, he's like, I love Hispanics. I love Hispanics. It's like you can't. Who's his PR people? Right. Oh, no one. No, do you think? Because who tells him what to do? No, nobody does. No one would have. No one would have the idea of being like, all right, Mr. Trump. I know. He's also I not going to listen. I know what's going to put you ahead in the polls. Go up there and say John McCain, prisoner of war, not a war hero because he got captured. Go do that. Yeah. Go do that. Yeah, no, no one would tell him to do that. You look like a fish with hair, you <laughs> piece of shit. I don't know what it's going to take for him to do or say for the people who support him to stop supporting. The people that support him are stupid, and uh, and that is not. Here's the deal: anybody who does support him, and I'll look at the comment thread. <laughs> I will. Uh, you're basically supporting that uncle that nobody invited to the family party. <laughs> Yeah, that's who you're and there was a reason because yeah. he showed up with no sleeves. Yeah, which by the way, in I'm all about cooler. I'm all about yeah. mess jerseys, but like certain events, you gotta adjust. Sure. <laughs> the kind of guy who just says one thing, <laughs> like he's a little further from the family party because you're like that guy wasn't invited, but he is because it's a family party. He right. knows when yeah. it's happening, yep. but they're like, you shouldn't be here, but you can't tell him that. Yeah. He brings his own cooler. He's got his Marlboro hat that Marlboro he earned because yeah. he's sending enough empty packs of cigarettes. <laughs> and, then, and he stands, like, sits there drinking his cooler. If you go for it, he goes, whoa, hey, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just getting a beer. Well, it was ask, BYOB. Ask, yeah, ask, yeah. ask. Yeah, yeah. No, you can have one. You just got to ask. It's like, no, I don't no, want no, one now because yeah. I can't have one. Right. I know you drove. <laughs> and then he'll just sit there, and when you hear the tinking of plates, tink, 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 he'll just go, the Mexicans should be out of here. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. Now we have to talk Uncle about Uncle Donald this. Trump. <laughs> yeah, now we have to talk about it. <laughs> what You're do you mean? <laughs> eh, you know, you get it. I, no, we I, don't get it. That's not no, a point. He has no follow-up. And they should pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> they should fucking pay for it. How? Oh, they will. None of these thoughts Uncle are Donald. threaded. And then <laughs> I got to go home. I got this girl, and she's married. That's how I roll. <laughs> Super 8 Motel, Barbara. Hey. Fuck you, Trump. Have you Come guys seen? Me. Have you guys seen my daughter? How fucking hot is my daughter? Yeah, he's pimping How her out. Fucking hot. Yeah, that guy's. She's hot, out. dude. He's literally. You know what it is? It's a middle school president election. That's what it is. 
Your wife is uglier than my wife. It's one of his arguments. Oh, I just saw him. He just was bringing up uh, Lewinsky in a uh, rally, being like, he goes, he goes, Bill cheated on her with Monica, and Hillary didn't do anything. She just took it. Is that who we want? You want? She didn't do anything. Like he doesn't have yeah. Asian escorts <laughs> he does. coming up to the fucking Trump Tower in his gold bags because yes. that's sure. been outdated since '88. <laughs> you know, like gold is out, dude. Unless you're selling it, it's not yeah, something you let, put yeah. on your wrist. Also, you can't be bringing up like shit from Bill from way Suck back in my the day. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Suck my dick. Don't touch the hair. Dude. Don't touch the hair. <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't is this Trump getting hair. a blowjob? Yeah. Don't touch the hair. <laughs> Don't touch the hair. People come in with fucking room service. Where do you want the pancakes? Don't touch the hair. Put it over Put there. Put it over there. <laughs> I rhyme. I care. Don't touch the hair. Go. I came. I you... didn't know you did. No, I don't have come anymore. By the way, <laughs> I'm this a is... puppet. By the way, this is Trump reading the, the book that he wrote to a classroom of kids about about it's a, it's a rhyming book it's don't touch the hair <laughs> don't touch the hair with pictures put the pancakes over there Hil- and that's yeah, Hil- keep Hil- Hillary doesn't care <laughs> now Bill, repeat Bill don't got a blowjob the over there yeah, don't-, don't touch the oh, hair pancakes over there <laughs> Hillary doesn't care that's right that's right blowjobs are cool if you're rich <laughs> Blowjobs are cool if you're rich. You get pegged. Uh, Say it again. Uh, Blowjobs are cool uh, if you're rich. Repeat President it. President Trump, they're five. They're five, <laughs> President Trump. Yeah, but there's no... Let me tell you this. Hillary doesn't believe in this. Ted Cruz is weird. It's like, what? I believe blowjobs at any age. Oh, I got my first blowjob at four from a golden goose. Oh, he's crazy. He's crazy. I was just thinking about this the other day because they had the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Oh and, 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 and say whatever you want about Donald, Obama's I challenge politics. Donald, I challenge you Who's to spell cool White House Correspondents' Dinner. <laughs> I challenge you, but go ahead. But yet, like, and like, like, say whatever you want about Barack's politics, like him, don't like him. Yes. He killed it at the White House Correspondents' yeah. Dinner. He killed oh, it. His timing's oh, Barack amazing. Is a ship, yeah, man. and he was so cool. Like, can you imagine either Donald or Hillary at that thing? No, no. and you don't, you don't no. have to be cool to be present, you know? But, but but it helps Obama a lot. Obama set a precedent. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's why this this race sucks. It does. It literally Hillary's going to be just... up there for the White House correspondence. They're like, ha, 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 you guys write such nice things about me, but they're just wrong. Just let Clinton that come back. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Although I don't know, maybe let Clinton she'll... host it. Clinton fucking. <laughs> yeah, Bill was let me so tell you, cool. Bill was the other cool guy. Dude, yeah. he played sax on Arsenio Hall. It doesn't he, get any cooler. I mean, that motherfucker, mm-hmm. that guy with the accent and the hairline of a cheater, like he had <laughs> he had all the proper things. Yeah, yeah he, he cheated and kept his wife, who's that, running for president. You know how cool that is? Also, if he needed to do that to fucking get the economy to where it was at. Like, By the way, she wasn't the only one. Like, you think she t- he took a risk on a seven? <laughs> <laughs> You think he took a risk in the Oval Office on a seven? No, he was just like, I need to get my dick out. Yeah, he what did you not doing? Care. Well, under, you're president. Under, get down under the desk. How do you think it really went down? Do you I think, think it was he, a? Do you think it was a text exchange or really? Because I gotta wonder that you're. I mean, where he probably all he needs to say is like, "Give me a minute," and they will like give him some space. But like, oh, yeah. there's always people around. There's they don't tap his rooms though, right? No, you don't tap the president. So once you become president, that's when you finally, like, no, like nobody. But also, I'm basing that off nothing, but they 100% <laughs> don't tap the president's room. Okay, so. They didn't tap his room. But do you think he's, like, in the cafeteria and he's like, oh, uh, Denise, uh, you got any more of that Spanish cheesecake? 
And then she's That's like, good. Bill, we're, uh, we're all out. What about that meatloaf tartare? No? <laughs> nice. What about the Fanta? Yeah, we got Fanta still, Bill. It's, it's the White House. I like that. Which, by the way, no, in my world, there's always Fanta. There's and always then, Fanta. so Monica's behind him and he goes, oh, hey there, cutie. And she's like, hey. And she's like, I got that Spanish meatloaf for you. Or cheesecake. And then he goes, oh, shit. And then maybe that was, I'm just, oh, I'm you're asking. Not, you're not good at letting me know, but I get it. I'm hard. I get message received. I'm hard. But I'm saying, did they, was it a wink? Was it actual Here's dialogue? why I think that she wasn't the only one. Is because if he had the confidence to get his dick sucked in the Oval Office by somebody who works. Under a desk? Under the desk. Yeah. Wait a minute. So she was... Under the desk? He was under the desk? No, it came out... They both went under like kids on a fucking... my dick. It came out in the report... (laughs) It it came out in the report that he would be on phone calls and then she was under the desk blowing him. Yeah, that's why... While, While he's like... Negotiating with Yitzhak Rabin, or I don't That's know, some world leader. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I just pulled a Yitzhak Rabin reference. By the way, Yitzhak and he Rab- did a great job. By the way, yeah, sex man, but. <laughs> That's why I think that's not the only one. Because you don't just take a risk like that yeah. once. Like, right. he was probably in every hole in D.C. <laughs> like, he was hitting every fucking weird chick. He had Tinder before Tinder. He was having a good time. He had to. There's no way that he was like... What happened is this. When he became president and girls are like, hey. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey. And also he did it before. Do you think he was, yeah, he was like that before. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. The guy's been around. He's, he lives by the old motto, fucky time. <laughs> you don't remember that in Nobody's the Bible? Nobody's ever uh, said that ever. I don't remember that motto. He's not the guy that I remember you look where's at. the beef. I don't remember <laughs> fucky time. And look, if you want to vote for, for somebody who's monogamous, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. The guy go. can't even comb his whisper hair. He doesn't like care about sex, which means he's got so much more time and energy to focus oh, on the he's issues. He's gone, you know? Same even with Hillary, though that though. Bill did really well and Obama yeah. did. Obama's staying with his girl. He's black. He can't deal with a black woman. We all know that. Like, that's going to be a thing. <laughs> uh, the, view, the, the views on blacks are not necessarily those of the About Last Night podcast. <laughs> First off, I got to tell you, you just said views on blacks, <laughs> yeah. which is a, more offensive than what I said. <laughs> the, views, uh, the, the, the views of African Americans don't necessarily reflect those of Brad Williams and Brent Warren. Well, maybe he's not from Africa, America. Well, I want to know. What I want to know is: is do you think um, Obama has gotten down in the White House? No, I don't. Well, Here's why: because well, Obama with, with has Michelle. goals with Michelle. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his coming is playing one on one against Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Like wow. his thing is sports. He's utilizing the White House for the fun things that you can do when you're in the White House, like. Come play hoops over at the house, mm-hmm. you know, and he gets to play with the. That's his. That's his orgasm. I think with Bill, I mean, no offense to Hillary, <laughs> but she's a little boxy. Oh God, I don't know what that means, but it's. I hope she's it's a little high hope, in the shoulders. I don't if you know, know what I okay. mean. Okay, it's something I never want anyone to call my. She wife. looks like a vice yeah. principal. Okay, yeah. she yeah. looks like somebody that it's Me like she gives. She's disciplinary. She'd be a good president for this it's, because she she's be. somebody who sits there and goes like, "Get off me! I don't care about my makeup," you know, and just works like my vice principal. She was like that. She had all the weird suits with the box shoulders, and she just sat there and she just reprimanded people. Oh yeah, but I don't want to share it because she actually got me out of a lot of trouble. Shit, mm-hmm. like I'm what? Suck their pussy. No, I'm kidding. I did. <laughs> well, I'm they, kidding. I mean, by the way, for sure. That's I'm no, I didn't. Her name was Miss Biggs. Do not say the name after you made that joke. Um, I'm doing everything wrong, but you know that she's not going to do anything wrong. Yeah, and here's the deal 
obviously these these other candidates are doing it wrong. Yeah. Okay, Donald calls you out because you have an ugly wife. So what? She's not ugly to you. Yeah. And to America, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. You know what is ugly? A pretty girl and a picture on a postcard that you show where she's glamour glamour size, whatever the fuck the word is. No, Photoshopped. Titty showing or whatever. <laughs> Here's the deal. If Donald's president, he's already cheated. He's going to cheat even more. Yeah. And it's going to be in weird ways. He's going to be walking down. I'll do it publicly. He'll be walking down the hallway of the White House in terms and oversized skirt, like skirts. And they'll be like, what do you think about this, Bill? I don't understand. And then he'll just squeeze a pussy as she walks by. <laughs> oh, Somebody God. like, oh, what the fuck? And then like, sorry, I'm the Donald. You're I, lucky. <laughs> I got to. I just by me touching your pussy. I just increased the value of your pussy <laughs> by five hundred thousand dollars. That pussy is now more valuable because I touched it. I'll accept a thank you note right now. You're welcome. He thinks honey. he's King Midas. Yeah. By the way, I want everybody at home to know, because everybody listens at home. <laughs> they sit by the they sit by the old radio. Yeah, it's like it's like fireside chats with Franklin Delano do. Roosevelt. They Some- do. I get a. By the way, I want to appreciate everybody about like uh, about last night podcast for listening because when I go on the road, I've been on the road a lot recently. Yeah, uh, I get people come many up. people that like Clooney boobs when you're coming back on. <laughs> it's awesome, and I'm happy to be here. I apologize the fact that we went down a political no, road. No, you know what though? No, because I know nothing about politics, Neither and do I'm I. just basing nothing hey, off but, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we all talked about it. Yeah. Do you think Obama's fucking in there? Like, yeah. Obviously, we, we don't about. know we what talk we're talking about. Like, yeah, we I, about um, by like, the way, I'm pouring another drink. Yeah. Well, that's good stuff. You know what? You know what? If I was president, that's, <laughs> I'm pouring <laughs> okay. a drink. I have to no, say No, I do that. want to know, though. So you have been on the road a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And what? Uh, how, how is the road pre and post Netflix special? Oh, way better post Netflix special. And, and the thing is, is. Uh, but that uh, means you, how quickly, and this goes to both you guys, because yeah. I'm the only one with the table without a special. I want to know. Not yet, dude. Yeah, it's, it's coming. coming. Yeah, it's, it's coming. coming. But, Adam you know, Ray special is coming. Is that what I'm going to call it? The Adam no. Ray special is coming. <laughs> Wait, I have the title on the That's billboard, but cool. never shoot it. I kind of <laughs> like that. I kind of like that. Wait, but so, so what? I'm <laughs> coming. And it just says. How do you spell it, though? How do you spell it? All right. C U M I N. And then you have a face that's like, I don't give a fuck. I would actually watch it. I'd be like, fuck this guy. I got to watch it. Yeah, I got to watch this guy. For sure. 70% with you. At what point. After the special came out and you guys went back yeah. on the road, did you? How much of that material from the special did Oof. you continue to do? Brent, go first. Um, I've been on the road now for the last two, three months. Right. Uh, well, last two. And months. you didn't go immediately. Well, no, you did go immediately right after the special because you. Well, wanted- no, because like after the special, I went right into the show, and then right yeah. after the show, I went back into uh, uh, after Undateable, which probably get canceled. Um, we don't know. Well, Variety and Deadline posted an article saying we were canceled, and we were told by NBC that we weren't canceled. Great. We just, no, but not that we were picked up. It was just oh. like a thing, like don't listen to that. That's that. that don't listen to that. But well, that's good. We're still deciding. It's better than them being like, oh, you saw that. Well, it'd be better if they were just like, can't, like if they cancel you us on Friday or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just tell us, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. you obviously know somebody got information anyway. Yeah. Uh, so after the special, I went out and I decided. Um, now, when I did the special, I did like an hour and a half on stage. Yeah. You were there, Adam. Yeah. Obviously, Crushed. it was such a fucking great night. It was a great night. Um, I cut like a uh, half hour out of it. So I went on the road with that other half hour. Awesome. Because I was like, I want to not do anything from the special. And I open my sets now as uh, the way I do 
the way I do my stand up is it's personal. It's like therapy for yeah. me. And so uh, it's I vent and I'll say things that I shouldn't have said, like I have here. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but then you'll end up. I mean, you're so tapped into that that you're like, oh wow, there's probably something more I can. Yeah, well, on the, that. Th- my goal is to, when I open with that is to let the audience kind of accept it, so that then I don't feel insecure to just take risks. Yeah. But I always say like. Uh, uh, some of the stuff you're going to really laugh at because it's thought out things I had because I had a half hour from the other special. Uh, but some of it, uh, you're going to be like, why did he say that? And I want you to know that wherever you go after this, like a Dave & Buster's or something. Love Dave & Buster's. Yeah, On Dave & Buster's is the only place yep. you can have a 9-year-old's birthday and a 30-year-old birthday. <laughs> like, it's the fucking weirdest place. But for some reason when you go on the road, there's always a Dave & Buster's next yeah. to a club. <laughs> So I'm like, when you go to Dave and Buster, just know, like at 1 a.m. when you're like standing there with your friends and wondering, like, what the fuck was he thinking? Just picture me looking in the mirror <laughs> at my hotel room alone, wondering, like, why did I say that? <laughs> and that will be your next laugh. It'll be a later laugh for you. So I open with that as a disclaimer, almost. And, but I'll uh, say this: when you you saying why did I say that means you're thinking. I mean, because we have to. Uh, reflect on our sets, and you have to, whether you're listening to everyone, which you know I encourage that, and I don't, I need, I don't need to do it more. But like, we all, I mean, shit, my last show in DC, I got off, and uh, uh, immediately was just like thinking about all the stuff that I wish I had done or didn't do, or you know, I just immediately went to that. Which you I think, have to be that way, yeah. But there's a balance. You got to also like uh, acknowledge the good stuff. But the fact that you're thinking about that later is good, and that, that yeah. means there's something you're connected to it. But. No, I've always been I've been way too hard on myself, always like to the point that like I'll get off stage, like uh, this is a good example and a good segue to Brad because I really am curious about this. Yeah. Brad mm-hmm. has been pumping out some fucking specials. Yeah, like I'll say this. Hug like, that mic. I've been on I've been on the road like the road now for three months, and uh, I will say on the road each show I've been doing an hour and ten of material that isn't in my last special. Great. Uh, yeah. Do I think it's a next special? No. I think that I have another like six months to go. I think yeah. that like I'm 29. I think after my 30th birthday, that's when I start thinking about the next one. Uh, I will say that um, I will like I did Irvine recently. And uh, Irvine's a huge room, Irvine Improv. It's yeah. a huge 600? room. 600? 600-something. And the la- I remember one time I was here, maybe the last time I was here, uh, Brad, was, you were with Brad. Yeah, he, was he did a Friday night, two shows. Yeah. Packed them. Packed the shit yeah. out of it. And, Fun, uh, man. And it was uh, – I lucked out. I had, I had some really good nights. Good. You know? And then, like, the crowds were great. Yep. But I, I, I had a couple – I had maybe one sellout yep. in a whole – like weekend, which is which is dope for that fucking room. It's, Come hard. On, it's, a, huge, man. it's a huge room, but so it was a huge room. But but I know awesome. that like when I go to certain clubs, I hear about Brad selling tickets yeah. and shit. So I'm Ooh. curious for your. <laughs> I will say personally, like Netflix is great because you can always watch it. Yeah, like I yeah. took an Uber here. And uh, because I'm having a drink and I don't want to drive, <laughs> hey, be responsible. Very, he's a role model. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, people that 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 know you drink and, and party with you, or have heard you party, or seen you yeah. party, like they need to know that like you are extremely responsible. Oh yeah. So and I, that, I won't fuck that shit up. You like, and, and you, you do a good job of 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 um, proclaiming your Uber. Uh, yeah, you have to Uber. You know, I've never felt more like a shitty prince in my life, but that's okay. <laughs> you know? Like, there's nothing better than being like, take me home now. You know? Do you have any? Have you do Uber pool? No, I've never done that. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, but 
But and that's where I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> that also sounds like I had a terrible experience it, it, at Uber Pool. It does. Like it was like fucking deliverance getting ass raped in the woods. Um, but no, I'm curious to yeah. know Brad being on Showtime because in Netflix I will get hit up every day. Somebody has seen so, the special. So she's at new. Yeah. Yeah, and that's nice. And it's uh, and. And what's great now, it's from different countries, you know, which yeah. is great. So I'm wondering, what is mm-hmm. it like for you? Because now, Showtime? when's your next special coming out? Uh, May 20th on wow. Showtime is Brad Williams' uh, Daddy Issues. And is, if you don't know that, and you one. live in L.A., then drive by uh, Sunset yeah. in Fairfax. Yeah. Just drive on Sunset, the popular zone, and you'll see <laughs> it. Hey, by the, way, the giant by the way, billboard. Hey, raise yeah. your hand if you had a billboard on Sunset in the last year. Brent and Brad. Wow, that's right. fucking cool. Raise your hand if you've been in two blockbuster movies. All right. Oh, that's just Adam. There you right. go. Okay. Okay. Right. With a third on the See? way. Holy With a shit. third on the goddamn way. Uh, what? We all got it. What? Uh, yeah, that's a great Three question. Three white guys just <laughs> bragging about success. I mean, it's so nice that what, that uh, white guys are finally making it, I'm saying. You know what I mean? We're, fi- we're finally getting our break. What? Why did, why did the mics go silent? What's happening? <laughs> what? Took us long enough. <laughs> Goddamn Clinton! No, uh, hashtag I, I'll, get the job because otherwise, uh, well, I might be out of work on Friday. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't even know when this it? is posted, but by you the know, time it's posted, I might be canceled. Thursday, but also, fuck this. You know what, dude? I'm teaching in North Carolina, dude. Oh, dude, I'm not, not a bad idea. You teaching drama? I would. I've always like thought like, if everything failed, I'll be in Portland or North Carolina or somewhere. And when you walk in, there's just posters of, like, undateable. Oh, God. Uh, a <laughs> poster of my special. And there's, like, a poster of how to be single, even though I'm in it for a minute. No, know? hey, let's and real be quickly. Like, be like, why is this here? Hey, Caleb, <laughs> I'm in it. It's always Caleb. It's a studio movie. It's always Caleb. You got to yell at a Caleb. The hey, kid who the- draws, like, I hate school in the desk, yeah. but he's still there after class. <laughs> You like after when you after the bell rings and the buses leave, he's still in the hallway drawing shit in the carpet. You go, like, what are you still doing here? You oversized hoodie. Uh, wow. <laughs> Those kids always have oversized hoodies. I thought, oh, you thought it, you thought racist. I thought a hoodie was a racist slur. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the kids who put thumb holes in their fucking hoodie thought- sleeves because they can't get the size that uh, fits. Shit, I used to do that. Wait, but I have a I, I have a defense because my yeah, sleeves were all were always way longer. Yeah, than Yeah, that's my arms. true. You have a defense. It's actually kind of empowering. Yeah. when you do it, uh, but damn, it's just kind of stubborn. Real but quick, go ahead. I want to put up. Yeah, Brad, go ahead. And I want to yeah. put a pin in how to be single because I watched it on the airplane. But oh, Brad, go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Showtime gave me a big boost, and I just I actually just found out that uh, my first special, Brad Williams Fun Size, is going to be out on Netflix. Uh, oh whoa. wow! Yeah, I don't oh. know when. I don't know when. Yo, but that is gonna be awesome. That's awesome. So now I'm gonna get like a second wave of people that didn't just oh, see it the first great. run. A huge I didn't know they wave. did that shit. Yeah. Inside, mad as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Good for, good you. for you. I didn't know that oh, if you went with Showtime wow. or HBO, they would do they that. Great. Go on that oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but uh, they it, it's uh, it's done. Really well, and and it's done like I remember the last time I was here, they, it was like the number one watch special on, yeah. on Showtime. Yes, right? well, yeah, well, last year, right? In uh, how, 2015. How long after that were they like? Uh, when's your next one? Oh, like a week. Uh, they came to me three months after the first special aired. It was Let's like, just talk about yeah. him. <laughs> when's your next? All right, man. I want to be a part of it. I'm, I'm the guy in the corner without a no, special. He goes, like, no. Three weeks. I'll answer for him. Yeah. No, Wait, what are we going to say? Doing, no, but you, oh, you said three weeks? Yeah. It was I th- soon. I thought you said a week, and he goes, yeah. three months. Oh, and I was yeah. like, whoops. <laughs> Fine. 
I knew it, it was. was I remember it being soon. I remember it being yeah, soon. I, I was like, and then I was like, "What the fuck? They want me to do another special like right now?" But because and, it was, it did so well for them. So they're yeah. like, "Hey, man, pump out another." And you did have the material, but it was also like, "Yo, a let that one breathe, right?" Yeah, and and, B, uh, and I want to make sure, like you, where you where you have the material, but you want to make sure you get it down to the stuff that's really good, and then. <laughs> You know, you you don't want to have that moment where you do a joke for a special, and then a week later you think of a You're new like, tag oh. or a new ending or yeah. something like that. So yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then how do you feel about this one? This I like it better. I was gonna you say like me better? too. Honest to can God, I, I say like that? Is this your objectively? Yeah, because yeah. you were there. Is this yeah. your second or third special? This is my this is my second special. Here's the thing with yeah. that. And this is this is something that I take from music. Mm. They talk about like the sophomore slump. Yeah. You know, where I, I, this is like, and I think in music with specials for comedians, because mm-hmm. it's like an album. Yeah. You know, what well, is an album? It is. And uh, my yeah, this first. Is your, this is your John Mayer Room for Squares. Or <laughs> <laughs> this is like so your Ed Sheeran so Multiply. Jo- <laughs> so which know? joke is My Body is a Wonderland? My yeah, that's thing, for you to figure out, man. My thing is like, and the reason I'm like, uh, it's, it's. I'm excited on the road now. If anybody mm-hmm. comes, I have dates. Go to my I have brentmorn.com yes. finally. You, uh, yes, let's finally. Let's by say the that. way, this podcast is the yeah. reason I have it now. Get out, really? Because I announced that uh, I had brentmore.in. Yeah. And I think either you or you brought mm-hmm. up, like, why is it dot in? Yeah. And I was like, because some fucking weirdo bought my name. Yeah. And I, on this podcast, said that. And then a fan of mine who's awesome, her <clears throat> name is Rose, bought it. Shut like, the fuck at up. a better price really? than what it was, and gave it to me, and now I finally have a brentmorn.com. Hey Rose, wow. good yeah, on you, Rose. Rose, Thank Rose you. is the best. Hey Rose, can our, you, our boy, you, grow up here. And yeah. she loves this show. That's amazing. And she's also like, she's very successful businesswoman. She's lives in Toronto, and she's Big awesome, time, dude. She's awesome. So now you have like, the full site. Like, it should site. go to everybody's yeah. show in Toronto. If you're in Toronto, she'll yes. be there, and she's dope. She's amazing. So oh, you have the full site, there. tour dates. I think yeah, I've I got seen the tour it. dates. videos up. Mm-hmm. So please go and look at it. But uh, but the thing is, is I've never been more – I'm nervous again. Why is that? On the road, because I'm trying to build something new, and yeah. I'm getting hard on myself again, and I like that fear again. Sure. So for me, it's been it's been more fun. Like was right before I did the special, I was working on an hour. It's been ten years on the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like not phoning it in, but it was a play to me. It yeah. was like these are the words, and right. I'm gonna figure it out. Maybe I'll find a few words here and there. Now I go on stage, and like in the beginning, DC DC was the first one I did actually when I like post show working on a new hour mm-hmm. and uh it was also the first time i ever hit a bonus you know and wow. it was like the th- thing where i'm Those like are good uh, feelings. oh what the fuck uh, am i talking about and it was like by after the first show i felt a little bit more comfortable but it's mm-hmm. like it's fun to figure it out but my thing is is that sophomore album if you yeah. will needs to be better yeah. You know, it needs to not, show growth. It can't be the same it has right. to be better right it has to be the thing like like and I compare it to music. Like Ed Sheeran, his first album got him on the map. The second one blew him the fuck up. Yeah, you know, and that's where I look at sophomore slump. Yep, you know, and certain like Dane, he had that first album, then Retaliation blew him the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. you know, and there's that 
thing. So you're putting that pressure on yourself for the second. Yeah, one. and I think it's I think it's good to put pressure on yourself. Yeah, I like I want it sure. to be. I don't want to be like just because I did a special, Fear, they'll yeah. give me a special. Fear is an amazing motivator. It is. It's the best motivator. Yeah, I just I said was, that today. I was terrified after the second special after I re- after I recorded it because I'm like, oh fuck, now I have to write like how a whole soon new, after? New hour. By the way, is it like when you win the Super Bowl and the announcers get in your face and go? Can you guys do it again next year? And I'm like, fuck off. Let yeah. them enjoy it. Like, but give them a week. Did you guys get off and go, uh, oh, man. Like, how soon after that second special? Literally right when they told me the air date. When they, when they told me, yeah, May, May 20th is the date. I'm like, oh, fuck. I like, because now you have that line where now the, the material is going to be out there. Yeah. So you can't do that material anymore. Yeah. Or if you do, you have to understand that there will be some people in the audience that have seen that material They've before. Seen how much, because, you know. I, I learned that in D.C. because mm-hmm. like when I when I opened, well, when I did D.C., I was doing, I said, you know what, it's okay. You had a half hour you cut out yep. that you didn't need, and uh, you're going to open with that, and you're going to do that. And so I did that, and then to kind of fill the time on the first one, I started doing bits from the special, mm-hmm. and I could, t- like, mentally, like, Still laughing, but I could tell that you know. like people have heard it. Yeah, Whoa, and yeah. I was like, ooh, like it, it, like if you're like a Seinfeld or somebody where it's it's almost iconic to hear a Seinfeld joke. Mm-hmm. Right. I get it, but like I follow that kind of Louis philosophy of like you know where he says if you go out and you do the hour they saw, yeah, they'll enjoy it, but they'll never come back. Yeah, you yeah. know. And I think also for a comedian. You should. You do an hour. You put it out for the world. Retire it. Yeah. People are coming out to see you and your new thoughts. Yeah. Because when I was a fan of comedy, I wanted to hear the new shit. Right. Yeah, you want to hear some of the stuff, but it's not music. Music is the greatest hits. Yeah, you, you, you can't do that with comedy. Yeah, and comedy. Yeah, I don't want to go up and see Brian Regan do the YouTube bit. Yeah. I don't want to see yeah. that. Yeah. Because he's done it. Yeah, Great. he's done it. And, and it's, it's iconic awesome. and it's amazing and it's fantastic. And I'll still quote it like crazy. But I'm, but when I see you live, I still want to see, all right, well, what is he thinking up next? What is he thinking? Like, when I when I go see Bill Burr, I'm like, okay, I, I've seen the news. Like what's going on that – what's Bill's take yeah, on this Yeah, but what is be? Bill's f- moment? Like yeah. it's the same reason I YouTube like Louis C.K. on a couch on Fallon or something. Oh, yeah. Like I want to oh, yeah. hear the new bit he's working on that's going to be a stage bit or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's the thing that like it scares the shit out of you. It makes you nervous. But it also is – it makes it more fun. Like that's the great thing about comedy is then you go on the road. You get thrown into the pool without knowing how to swim. Yeah. you got to figure that fucking shit and out you, or you yeah, drown. Right after so that. So you got to go, oh. So now I'm in this, this place where I'm not nervous to go on the road like this weekend or next weekend. Like I'll be okay. Like it's going to be okay. I have a new idea. It's not what I want. Mm-hmm. But I have an hour of material that the audience hasn't seen, and a lot of them, like because I was on a network sitcom, have been because of Undateable on yeah. three seasons. Yeah. And then it is a portion of people who have seen my special. What usually happens is people see Undateable, and then uh, they look me up, and the special pops up. Yeah. Netflix is good at that, and then they'll watch that. And I have had people come up to me who've seen the special, going. Man, I love the fact that you didn't do anything from the special. Cool. Yeah, that and that makes you feel good. It makes you that's what you want to hear, right. you know. I've also had people be like, "Why do you swear so much?" You know, like I, you <laughs> hey, know, you're, you're, you're ugly. You, you I had a girl say, "You're ugly." You turn to the side and your yeah. head's kind of long. <laughs> oh god. I didn't know how to react to that. Thank you. Uh, 
thank you. Ugly, I don't get that much. You know, whatever. Because obviously, hey, you're, you're, you're a very good looking man. Come on, Brent. Maybe not Especially lick your you lips. Do that you say that. Yeah. Can we do? Can I do a, a favor to this yeah. podcast? Yeah. I know we're rambling and I'm yeah. losing Fine. my mind here. I want to bring in a friend of mine yeah. from film. We school. were moments away from doing that. It, give us, give us three more minutes. Three more minutes, Zach. Yeah, yeah, Zach. Let's let's say yeah. Three minutes, Zach. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Shut up, Zach. Sorry, <laughs> I get immediately pissed off at him. I want to know uh, from what what is the um, uh, from you said you're getting overseas fans from the Netflix stuff. Yeah. So I want to know what Brad is in store for as far as like global fans now coming out of yeah, the Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Like there are certain comics like we know personally, like great mm-hmm. guys, like mm-hmm. besides Russell Peters and like Maj Jabroni and like Eddie If, like there's certain people like overseas, they're like names. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you Ours had Parker, wind? Yeah. Like yeah. Have you had yeah. wind Jim Jeffries. of like uh, a certain place where I, you're uh I don't know. Because you haven't gone. I, I haven't gone. I'm, like, I'm going to China in June. Are you doing stand up in China? Yeah, I'm doing stand up in China. How does that work? I don't know. I'm gonna find I'm gonna out. Find out. <laughs> I'm gonna just go there and be like, all right. Hi. That's yeah, the first overseas is, show you're going to do? Uh, that's not, yeah, like first stand-up in a country that's not U.S. or Canada. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to. Well, like, and that's not, like, I don't count the USO tours because that's, no, Amer- that's no. Americans that are over there. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? You're not getting, no, like, yeah, the locals. No, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Little, Brad in big, so, little Brad in Big China is going to be the craziest thing ever. Well, They're, my thing, too, yeah. is, like, from your podcast, do you yep. get hit up from other countries? Oh, yes. yeah. All yes. the time, right? We, yeah, we have, a lot, we have a lot of fans in Norway. <laughs> that's the, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like there are certain places that you, what was that? There was a documentary about a guy uh, finding doc- Sugarman. Yes, finding Sugarman, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. and a guy that had no idea that he was like the biggest <laughs> thing ever, bigger <laughs> than the Beatles. Right, yeah. right, right. And where? Where was it? Like like Spain or? Oh, it was or, real high when I watched it. Um, <laughs> it was like one of those places. Yeah. But do you ever wonder, like all three of us being comics, and yeah. videos are out there? They're international. Yes. You know, like is there one place where right. people are like? There's a way to track it, but like not like, really. Can, there like, isn't really. Like, like, can I go to Djibouti and sell out a stadium and be like, I didn't know I was big in Djibouti. Yeah. yeah. With that attitude, you uh, can. Because I, mean, I know comics that are big in one place will go there for like a month. They'll yeah. make their whole two year yes. salary and come back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm always curious, like. Like, cause I get hit up for undateable, and now the special, mm-hmm. and it'd be like Argentina, Brazil. It'll be like Italy, France. Well, I don't know what you're still doing in the states if you're getting hit up yeah. in Brazil. Yeah, I mean, go there. I've I mean, been there. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Good I God. know, I know. But like, come do a show. But I also have people say, come do a show in Denver, and it's fucking half full. So I really can't <laughs> spend that much money yeah. to go to Brazil for like her, yeah. <laughs> the one person, the one fucking teenager that's like, yeah, I, I like you. Yeah, yeah. question mark. <laughs> like, what? What does that mean? When are you gonna do a show in Brazil? That's yeah. like, we're, question we're, we're mark doing... is our exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> I just always wonder, we're doing, like... We're doing, like, this, the most androgynous accents yeah, ever. Like, just trying to not to offend anyone. No, I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually just trying to do an accent. chin chin tong Oh, whoa. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was, that was bad. All right, I need to know real quick before we bring Zach in. Bruh, you yeah. open a bar with Rick? Yeah, you open a bar. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Please go to this bar. Where, um, where is your bar? We have a bar. What's it called? It's called all? ETA. Okay. It's uh, me and Rick Glassman from the show on Dateable Plays Bursky open a bar in Highland Park. It's called ETA, and it's uh, it's a very it's the kind of bar you go to where you kind of hang out. Maybe you have a date, right? Across the street is this fucking 
vintage 1920s bowling alley. It's crazy. Wow. It is. So you maybe you go bowl first. Mm-hmm. You have a good night, but you want to have a nightcap. you got to close a deal. You yeah. go to ETA. It's right across go. the street. Good man. We have mixologists that make the greatest drinks. It's Rick's brother has a bar uh, in Highland Park called uh, The Greyhound that is very successful. They have fantastic food. And so we invested in a bar with him because the way Rick if you don't know Rick Glassman Rick is really good at math yeah picture him adding doing a he's Rubik's Cube yeah, it, yeah he's weird with that shit can he do a Rubik's Cube yeah he's been doing it a lot now he can do it in a minute you know what the fuck? oh my yeah. god we, got, we need a video of that yeah. he has his things uh, <laughs> I just rolled my eyes but I can't deal with it anymore because I live next door to him but uh, picture his brother as the rain man of bars gotcha wow his brother is very smart very business like and it's been killing it it's been on a lot of like LA Eater and a lot of awesome. places the top place to go new bars open like the place to be will and Postmates also, deliver it we don't have food. By the way, you've ruined both Brad and I with Postmates. Yeah. So. I know. I know like, I ruined off, you. Time. And fuck then he said, did you, tell, did you tell Adam about Postmates? <laughs> yeah, Postmates is kind of fucking my life up still. Um, I got my laundry dropped off from them. That actually, Adam's is, now like that's not a problem. Adam's now getting guys to go to re- to like go to Redbox and like and like get DVD. I got a guy to go to my mom's, <laughs> tell her happy birthday for me for two two years from now <laughs> on Postmates. <laughs> I had a girl, and I won't name names by yeah. any means, a oh, girl yeah. that I hooked up with in the past. <laughs> yeah. You told me the story. And <laughs> it was like at noon. It was noon. I was working. I ordered Postmates. And here's the thing with Postmates. First off, go to ETA, though. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh, I need my fucking money oh, back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's doing really well. And, and his the show's sh- about to be canceled. Yeah, people, the show's so. about to be fucking canceled. <laughs> so please, I need this. Hey, a new show about a guy who invested a bar across from a bowling alley. Yeah, that'll be canceled, too. Here's the deal. Be on my side. God, I have such a comedy yell. Fucking it's the best. No, my dad had it. such a powerful yell, yeah, and yeah. I have the "Will you get on my lawn?" They're like hilarious. No, yeah, you Costanza, have a, you have a great yell, dude. I don't like that. That's Costanza, you know. Also, if you can't see, obviously you can't. Yeah, but I just—you did a great. Like, I also, by the way, I just did this with my hands without like you, explaining it. You yeah. looked like you were a cotton candy vendor who was trying to like. You couldn't decide which one you wanted to promote more. Red, blue, red, red, blue, blue, red. <laughs> I was basically just blue. pulling the strings of life, or now, but, or now, you were doing an impression of a dwarf celebrating scoring a goal in hockey. Just look, like now, Brad. For somebody who up. jokes about making cotton candy, oh, yeah. I'm I'm d- disappointed that you went with red and blue and not more creative flavors. Uh, red and blue is yeah, pretty you know good. Fuck pink, you. Pink no, is the standard. Fuck you, fake dwarf. Pink is no, the standard. Dude, I feel like <laughs> there's bubble gum. Did even you I know this. Fake dwarf. I did. Even there's, <laughs> even there's this <laughs> is the greatest prank I've played on humanity. You ever oh, see the fake dwarf? You ever seen the movie? Probably... The, you ever seen the movie The Prestige? <laughs> He's faking it the entire movie. That's what I'm doing. Ain't nothing but a fake dwarf, <laughs> senator, senator. <laughs> And then right. he has to get in an office with a Rubik's Cube, call back, being like, shit, was that too much? Yeah. <laughs> Senator, you said the right term, you but said, you said fake yeah, dwarf. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of emails. So, wait, you, got, you have to finish this Postmates story. Right. Oh, yeah, Postmates. Yeah, right. So I told Adam about it. He goes, what's Postmates? I said, Postmates is it's basically like picture a restaurant that doesn't deliver that you really want when okay. you don't want to move, yep. and they will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Uber for eating, we'll do which by the way, they're doing Uber Eats, but no. it's not in L.A. yet, which is stupid. Yep. But uh, I started doing it, and it's basically like imagine if you had an expense account, like I'm talking to the people now. Yeah. Imagine you're at a hotel. 
Everybody paid for it. And they paid for you to eat. You know, like, oh, you got $300 yeah. on the account. Yeah. Right. And you order room service. Yeah. Nothing feels better than a knock on a door without you having to do a thing. You didn't move. Getting food delivered to you. Oh, it's, it's the, the best. best. Yeah. So that's how I got introduced to it drunkenly. Yep. Ordered like Taco Bell, and then it turned into like me ordering like fucking Lowry's Morton Prime Steakhouse. Yeah. No, I was ordering like you can do that. Fun- <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you can order anything Adam's you want. Adam's face is the guy that just saw someone do the the contra cheat code for the first time. <laughs> my buddy, you my can buddy, do that ninety nine lives. My favorite steakhouse is Larson's Steakhouse in Encino. I've been to every steakhouse. It's okay. the greatest steakhouse. Okay. It is. Okay. New Postmates. And the guy who showed me Postmates used to work there. Rick Glassman, the one I was talking about. And uh, I hope. Uh, anyway. My buddy Matt did it, who was here before talking about his motorcycle company. Yep. He did it, and he goes, I ordered, I ordered a filet mignon, I ordered green beans, and I ordered mac and cheese. It cost me 100 bucks, and I don't regret it. Like, <laughs> you don't regret it because you don't think about it, yeah. because you're just hitting go, go, go. Because you once know? it showed up, you're like, oh, cool. It's I, here. Worth it. yeah. It's I am, great. I, I executed the uh, process of, of filling my stomach with food because I was hungry. So I had a moment, if anybody uses Postmates, I had a moment. It was like noon. I was working. And because I'm a comic, uh, I have a brother who's a doctor. He works 15 hours a day. I work 15 minutes a day. <laughs> and uh, so I could do whatever I want. So I'm writing, and I go, you know what? I worked. I need something to eat. Yep. I earned it. So yep. I wanted a Philly's Best Cheesesteak from Burbank, which is my favorite cheesesteak place. It's not on the Postmate menu, but you just add custom. You go there, yeah. you type in Philly's Best on That's search. what I did when I ordered an Oprah Chai from Starbucks yesterday. <laughs> Swear to God, move on. Move on. Move on. So I got lattes. <laughs> You get a latte. You get a latte. Hey, dude, my so I added, I added an ad custom, yep. or like yeah. make it custom, so you have to say it. So I said, fuck it, uh, you know, Philly's pizza, chicken steak with fries and a drink. Weird order, yeah. Thinking like, that's not going to happen. <clears throat> and they go, somebody accepted it, and they're on the way. So the person comes, and I won't name names. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Gibbs. Somebody I used to hook up Mrs. with. Mrs. Biggs, yeah. <laughs> Someone you used to hook up with. Yeah. Oh, okay. I open the door. It's her. <laughs> Delivering the Postmates? Delivering the Postmates. And she's an actress. Cue violins. And she looked at me like, God damn it. And I felt for her. I felt for her immediately. I went, it wasn't a, I was like, ooh. Didn't she see? Can't they see your picture? You see their picture? I don't have a picture. Did you do a picture? No. (laughs) No, but you You see their picture. No, fuck off. No, all I see is it's coming. Yeah. And for me, I was like, They have a picture that says, this is your delivery driver. I know. It said the name, but I didn't, I didn't look at the picture. I never do. I just get the buzz. I always look at the picture because if they look a little too shady, I cancel that order and I go get it myself. You know what I'll tell you right now, Grandpa? You've got the great idea. Welcome back there. Yep, I still profile. But it was a weird moment. It was a weird moment. She walks up to me, and she's obviously been working. She had that mode of, like, take it, go, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And she walked up to me, and she saw me. She goes, oh, sh- ah, shit. Hi. Fuck. And I felt so bad. Like, it was, I was like, uh, and here's the deal. Not bad that you, you're doing that. Good. Mm-hmm. Make money. To be honest, when I was fucking almost homeless, I wish I had a Postmates or yeah, Uber. Uber I really do. Yeah. I know. You know? A, yeah. She, when I met her, she was an actress that was working, and she hadn't been working for a little oh, bit, and she God. had to do that. So it was like that Great kind kid. of moment. Yeah, By the st- way, anybody who wants to be an actor, that's what happens. You can be in like a fucking movie that people yeah. know, and next thing you know, you got to figure it out. You better yeah. be a comic, you pussies. <laughs> <laughs> God, why did I flick my friend off? Uh, <laughs> 
But she gives me the food, and she's like, sorry. And I was like, God damn it, don't. No, hey, hey, well, fucking, I'm getting fat. Yeah, yeah, you try and to put like, it on you. Yeah, my life's and not I was that like, great. Look, I'm getting Postmates, yeah. yeah. You know, and I leave, and I was like, God damn it, that's so sad. It was like, so Postmates, just watch yourself if, you, if you're the guy. This is the best slash worst Ad for Postmates. Yeah. <laughs> we start off strong. But first, before Postmates, yeah. go to ETA yeah. in yes. Highland Park. Drink Get drunk. amazing drinks. Go bowl, go bowl, do that, and then Postmates. All right? Uh, and bring go. in. Uh, and, and Zach, get Zach, in here. Zach, get over here. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to bring yeah. in a friend of mine, and let yeah. me let me let me give a little disclaimer. Yeah, right here on that mic. Last time I was on the show, I brought in a friend named Matt. Now Matt owns a, a motorcycle company called Black Cat Motor Works. Mm-hmm. Uh, now my friend Zach here, I went to film school with, and uh, Zach is a very intelligent man. I love this guy to death. Uh, a lot of pilots that I have written in my life. Uh, I have characters based off him. He's very opinionated. Okay. Uh, Zach has spent the last six months in a place that he should not have uh, <laughs> spent in. He's an atheist, and he has a lot of opinions. And uh, one of my favorite things, he's standing in my place right now. One of my favorite things is we sit down and we have talks, okay. and it's fun. Okay. So I've known him since I was like 20. Okay, and we shared an apartment in Van Nuys with me, him, and my attractive cousin who was 300 pounds when he moved in and then went down to fucking hot as shit and then left. Uh, now he's uh, typical fat person. He got hot and, for, and totally forgot about you. Yeah, and now Zach is sober and. Uh, Congrats. Problem with sober. Sorry, is this, yo, you offered me a drink. Yo, my bad. He did? Yeah, yeah I just did. I, I, it's, uh, no, it's fine. He's fine with it. He has to be. But we can, well, we can sometimes. put it away. Oh, no. Come on, man. No, okay, no, no, no. Because no. I wasn't going to anyway. Put the mic to but, your mouth, yeah. though, Zach. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I've never had one of these. You've got to hug it. You, you, you've never Zach, seen, by the way, Zach before? was a person. I've seen one. I almost, <laughs> almost kissed the furry top. Like let me explain, yeah. let me explain right. a little time. backstory. Put the tip in so your I mouth, met, Zach. I met, <laughs> I met, Easy, slowly. I met Zach in film school. At the time, Zach had three jobs. He worked at the school in the editing bay because he's very good with computers. And he also worked uh, with administration, and he had a job uh, at this company called U-Wink that was uh, created by a guy who created Atari, created video games. Whoa. Okay. And so he had three jobs at the time. And our first interaction was I was in an editing suite because we had editing suites in our college. Uh, and I was editing like a, a, a pilot that I shot for one of my classes, and I did it all wrong. Okay. Like I had it, but I couldn't transfer it. And my first interaction was like, can you help me? Because he would have to be there late night. And he uh, walked in and very, very casually said, as if I haven't spent 15 hours a night in here trying to edit this fucking goddamn thing. Goes, uh, yeah, you're going to have to start over. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, I want to fucking punch this kid with glasses. I hate him to death. So I had to bring, long story short, it was the next day. So I had to bring everybody into that suite. It worked out well. But that was the first interaction I had with him. At the time, this you'll like. At the time, Zach was renting a room in a house in Van Nuys, which happens to be the same house they use for workaholics. Ooh, there you go. So I, in college, the house I partied at was the house in workaholics. Oh, my God. That's got to be very meta when you watch the show. Which is so yeah. goddamn weird because yeah. we used to piss in that pool, fuck that place <laughs> up. Like, that was our place. Dude, you were... Pr- you were- Pre-workaholics. We were pre-workaholics. Yeah, before work- and wow. what I heard from Adam, I said, you know that my buddy Zach had this. They go, oh, him? He goes, yeah, the owner said, like, uh, yeah, the people before this were menaces. <laughs> and it's like, really? Like, now this fucking Your show reputation that's all about not working? So yeah. I knew Zach since then. Yeah. And uh, we've been friends. And then we moved into, uh, like, after that, we moved 
into an apartment together in Van Nuys. And uh, it was a terrible fucking experience. But I've written a couple things out of it. And yep. uh, we wrote a movie together, Dig in May, because of Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Which, by the way, our fucking movie was better. Uh, I bet it was. It was. It was four drunk friends, one friend who has an intelligence complex, who uh, builds a homemade time machine, and drunkenly, the four of them travel back in time to 1968 and accidentally get drafted in the Vietnam War, which is, God wow. damn it, was a much better oh, script yeah, than Hot Tub Time Machine. To and producers and studios said the same thing, but the fucking trailer came out after. We had already done this, so and we're all done. poor, yeah. and we have nothing going on. You also didn't I, have John Cusack attached. We didn't have anything. <laughs> you didn't have any Cusack. You, you, you didn't have Jessica Perez tits. <laughs> Who's that? The girl from Mad Men who was riding Craig oh, Robinson the, in the, the hot head, tub. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, not, no, not the redhead. Come on. We never knew about the trailer, and we sent this in, and everybody loved it, but they were like, there's another... They sent me the trailer, okay. being like, "We this is so much better than this, and they sent Hot Tub Tommy Jean trailer, and then Zach... Because we had nothing. Zach and I were in that state, like, it's going to be okay, right? Yeah. You know? And he's like, it's not the same, right? I go, it's four friends get drunk and they travel in time. It's the same goddamn movie. And he goes, it can't be. And I remember walking out late at night. He's still watching a trailer like, I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> no, I cried after that. I yeah. cried in my car. I remember just crying. Zach, get on that mic, goddammit. Right. Get on the mic. Yeah. Own a yeah. mic. Okay. So either way, you can like. bring the mic to you, by the well, way. I'm nervous yeah. now. I'm no, you're I'm great. I'm it right. All right. You're you can also do it one-handed. Right. You can do it. Yeah, there, okay, that's, that's normal. That. So we had a long story short. We went different ways. He's very good at computers. I know he helped you earlier, probably, <laughs> yep. or somebody save earlier. You a lot of time. Dude, that was yeah. amazing. I literally pulled up my internet password. I was about to. You know, what I did. I took a, a, a photo of the password on the on the modem, and uh, that's what okay. I used. So I was about to spend nine minutes pulling up that <laughs> on my phone. And Zach literally just goes, no, just go to Keychain, type that in, search, type it in, yeah, put yeah. in your password. Which, by the way, I hate Double the click. fact I have an older brother who knows computers well, and I have him in my life. And the people that know computers in New York, can you help me? They like to act like you're a fucking idiot. I know he didn't do it with you, but no. with me, he'll go Made like, me feel very good. <laughs> amateur. What you need to do, so either way, Zach, I brought Zach yeah. because Zach and I, I was on the road, and then we separated for a minute, and uh, Zach ended up uh we're both boozers we have our fun but he ended up in this religious rehab and the thing is uh zach is an atheist and, Whoa. and i've written a script that i'm trying to sell right now called pastor tom which is about a, a, a pastor whose wife cheats on him during a sermon and he starts a battle with the idea of god is real or not and it's a dark comedy it. that we're trying to sell i love it and uh he's a writer obviously jim carrey uh, maybe starring in it no god you no no no, no. it's got to be mark <laughs> ruffalo or somebody like that i love but that. either way it's 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 a dark comedy about somebody battling with religion but it was he he like it's growing fate. up he would read not growing up but in college he started reading he would read like three books a week and he would fucking you're a big read reader Big reader, yeah. yeah Watch reader. Now, let me ask you this. But then he went to rehab. He had a big downside, and he went to rehab. And his dad, the irony is that being an atheist, he came from a very religious family. And his father, who is a successful businessman, like he only had one option. It was either be homeless or go to this religious rehab. And so I'm so your dad gave Your dad gave you that option. Yeah. I think it was nobody knew what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had been involved with this program. And yeah, it was kind of like, what the hell do we do with this kid? Here's your option. Say where you were. You gotta, you gotta let people. Well, I was know. in the hospital. Well, first of all, let's start yeah. with the. So you were boozing and weeding and what? I mean, I at, just lost it. You, lo- you loved. How much those. were you boozing day to day? Oh, bottle and a half easily. A day. Oh yeah. Of of what? What? Uh, just vodka 
And then wow. I like, you know. You throw a little bad. something. Yeah. Bad. Mixed it with bad stuff. And would you have fun? Would you feel good? Would you like... I think it started out as fun. Yeah. And then you just uh, were drinking then, by yourself. And then, you know, as soon and... as you start doing it by yourself, that's yeah. when... Red flag. Okay. You yeah. Know? So... And then your family gets concerned. Yes. And then they send you to... He wasn't close with his G- family oh, okay. either, though. That was the other yeah, thing. Yeah, my dad flew out. I hadn't talked to him for... Probably five, six years. So you didn't years. have anybody to check in Five on. or six years he didn't talk to So nobody was dad. checking in on you, or nobody was walking in on you watching Step by Step by Yourself fucked up, exactly, being like, yo, yeah. who yeah. else is here? And you're well, like, so the funny thing is, well, DJ Lambert is, is really and you're funny, like, that's the guy in the TV. You're by yourself. <laughs> yeah. He moved next door uh, across the street from me. Like He found a place near us, which I liked, and he was living there. But then there were moments like, like it was fun, and then it became like a thing. You could yeah. tell, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So, but it was like a thing where he just disappeared. Like wow. you didn't see him anymore. Mm-hmm. So then disappeared into your hole. Let's put it this way. Let's cut all out out the middle shit and get to the point. Yeah. Uh, when his father actually like stepped in okay. or whatever, uh, and cops showed up at his place. What was your blood alcohol level? Point four four, which is fifty percent blood. Yeah. The doctor came back. Point oh eight like, is legally drunk. Yeah. She was like, "Why is this guy standing?" Standing no, shit. Oh, I was fine. I was talking to the police officers about. They heard I was from outside of Philly. I was talking about Rocky. Everything. They're like, "What the? How's this <laughs> With guy standing?" With point four four. Yeah. You probably oh, sounded I like Rocky. My, I, I don't know. If, you know. I don't yeah. Know how say many, it. What your demographics are here? But I mean, uh, eighteen to fifty. <laughs> oh, they'll get it then. Uh, yeah. I had uh, like a bunch of stuff. For, I don't even remember doing this, but I snorted. He doesn't Benzos. remember this. Uh, snorted who? Xanax or something like yeah. that. And the cops came to my house. And they're like, what do you got around your nose, man? We, we, we care. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to do anything. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I, the first thing I said to them was, that's not even the nose, uh, the nostril I, I snort from. And the- <laughs> like, that was his response. <laughs> like, that's, that's going to be no, the no, fucking the, moment. That ain't my yeah. cocaine nostril. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my cocaine nostril. Oh, it was horrible. But this like one. classic Zach, he's like, Zach has always been a good, like, uh, <laughs> business people person mm-hmm. you know he's very good at like making friends and and asking how are you you know so like all these 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 cops and emts that like him and then he gets to the hospital and he's talking to them and he didn't remember a lot of this his dad told him the the doctor's like why why is he talking like he should be in a coma pretty much out. he should yeah. be in a coma Jeez. like his yeah. he had kidney failure and liver failure what it like, was starting to i didn't if it failed, that would have been because of how how many how many years, months, whatever built up to that moment of drinking by yourself. Six, seven years, probably, maybe a little longer. Wow, wow, That'd be crazy. And and there was never how, and, and then we'll move on to the uh, the the meat of the story. But I'm curious, like, how many of moments during those six or seven years with yourself did you kind of go like, "Fuck, I need to get it together," but then you just couldn't get yourself out of that. Well, I uh, think I mean that happened a lot. Yeah. But the problem is, and this is why I'm an advocate for putting yourself in a spot where you're forced to not be near your vices, because it's, it's all habitual. Um, I mean, I would be walking to the store and not even realize it, because I did it so often that you're, it just turns into an automatic thing to do. So regardless of how much you want to stop doing that, you need to be forced to kick the habit and be out of your, your realm. I mean, it didn't help that I was kind of secluding myself. I didn't really want to ask for help. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he um, wouldn't even come. If we were across the street. I wouldn't even see him yeah. anymore. Yeah, you know. And wow. you didn't want to step in because 
Nobody well, really no, we knew. we we had we had been like stepping in and being friends and stuff, and it went from like kind of funny then to the, like real and serious, and then there was a moment where we just didn't see him, and that's where it was like seclusiveness, and he was in like this kind of like altered state, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was a point where he would tell the same story three times in ten minutes. Whoa, it was wet, wet brain, I think it's called, where you yeah. just swell, swelling up, and you're. I'm sorry, that's okay. what story. By the way, you what? just told that story. Um, so what? Uh, <laughs> no, like what? Uh, Second run through. Yeah. <laughs> wow, and don't and not even realizing. Oh yeah, I have no idea. Jeez. So then, okay. So, uh, so, so when you but, go to a religious rehab, like because I know one for of the an steps, atheist too. Yeah. That's the fun part. I didn't even know religious rehab was an option. By the oh, way, oh well, this, well, most of them like one, isn't one of the steps like well, this accepting is, a higher power. Yeah, but that's that's different. That that's okay. where you, it's not forced. Uh, there's not like a. Um, Specific sect. This right? is why he hadn't like, talked to his dad for five or six years too, because okay. he was the religion so, thing. Well, with AA, you can have Bob Marley can be your higher power. Like it doesn't as it should be. Yeah, You don't have to be religious. Now, do they kick you out of Scott Stapp as your higher power? And they're like, <laughs> he literally told me to take Who's it higher. Scott Stapp. Who's that? The lead, the lead singer, singer of Creed. Creed. I mean, it makes perfect yeah. sense. I mean, no matter how much you drink, he'll always accept Wait you with, oh, with arms wide open. Drop His the mic. name Drop is the fucking that was mic. Pretty good. That His was name good. is Scott Creed. Is it? No, it's that. Yeah. No, it's not that. Scott Stapp. That's the band name. Whatever. Well, so the, anyway, George Bush did some kind of thing. Oh, boy. He enacted, oh, wow. Now he's going conspiracy theory. He did a thing where religious organizations yeah. could get state or federal funding. I forget exactly what it is. Okay. Which is, I mean, it's corrupt. I won't name the name of this place, but it shouldn't exist. But um, You should they, name it then. No, no. I'd rather not. Because yeah. I do think that they help people. But it, this is not a, a. They don't believe in the twelve steps. This so is think like, about. Here's the thing. Before these are he, fundamental. Before Christians. he explains this, yeah. picture an atheist who hasn't talked to his father for five years, six years, who also is a successful businessman who is very religious, and that's one of the main reasons. And the only option he has is to go to this religious rehab for six months with no communication. Like I hadn't talked to him for four or five months. He had no phone, no internet. No, you can't nothing. do internet. You can't watch. TV for the most part. So they show Kirk Cameron movies. You know who Kirk Cameron is? <laughs> Shut yeah, the, the guy that makes up. religious movies. We watched like Fireproof three times. Like, <laughs> it was it was a nightmare. I mean, now I that got seems. How does that up. make you quit oh, drinking? I would watch that and be like, oh fuck, I need a bottle. Well, I needed to kind of figure out my own program. When I, while yeah. I was there, I did my own thing because you'd you'd get up at five thirty in the morning, do all your stuff, two church services a day. Mm-hmm. And these are just to give you the picture here. These are Christians. This is not like. The normal everyday Christian you see that's very sure. tolerant. These guys are the speaking in tongues, healing, all kinds of weird stuff like wow, that. Wow, so you got like the priest from Game of Thrones. I never yes, heard of <laughs> It's very much like that. I yeah. got one letter written like it was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Like in the mail from my him. dearest Brent. He was writing in fucking cursive that I couldn't read, and I was like, "God damn it, where is he?" I was in North and Carolina, and he was quoting Lincoln, it's... and I was like, "And he goes, Lincoln said, because I couldn't read cursive. I couldn't read what he was saying." I mean, it's I don't know. I mean, know he was read reading. Cursive. No, I couldn't read your cursive. I'm sorry, and and I'm definitely in the wrong here because yeah. I'm just look at Twitter. But like, I was like, God, it was like old paper. It was like he was gone. I got a letter four months later. Say some of the fucking shit. Oh, I, I so I think in North he Carolina, announced by the way right away that he yeah. was an atheist. Okay, which he was, was the, a, not the greatest. 
idea to do. Sure, then they probably all jumped on you. Well, you're in North Carolina, and you know North Carolina is where they passed just recently. Yeah. Just to show you how backwards That's they are, the they passed the LGBT bathroom bill. Whatever. Bathroom bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which the guy, like, he's getting lambasted by the Supreme Court already. Good. Sure. Because it's retarded. Yeah. yeah, and Bruce Springsteen won't perform there. <laughs> exactly. Which, yeah. which, which, which is the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so boss, boss gets involved. That lets you know if you're doing things wrong. Yeah. Springsteen will show up. Yeah. I'm not going to sing in North Carolina. Wow. transgender people should be able to pee wherever they want to. Real quick. Is that I, I just also want to say, Two, though, before... Three, I also want to say that uh, the best moment of what just happened right there is yeah. that he, my buddy Zach is talking about something serious, and the three of us went right to jokes, <laughs> and right. his face did not shift. The guy went through the worst part of his life. Oh, We're like, so God. I spent six months without internet or anything. Where the boss is happening. Oh, no, like any, the worst place taught me patience and how to deal, <laughs> how to deal with people like you guys. It was this fucking well place. Well done, sir. Well played. I can well deal done. With You're like so that. I can calm. Deal with you guys. So what happened? You <laughs> said you. I can you deal s- with Christians. I can deal with comics. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Wow, that is the quote uh, tweet of uh, this episode. I have another quote. This the week he got out. I'll say this. I was. Uh, I left. I had to do radio for Irvine, mm-hmm. and uh, he came with me, and I Ubered there, and then I I, I walked. The thing with me and Uber is I try to walk towards a street that I know I'm going to go up to yeah. leave. Like, I was okay. like, let me save two cents, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I put an Uber X, and it's way too long. Yeah. So I put an Uber Select. Like the story, but keep going. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Going, but keep man? going? Yeah, for sure. So I put an Uber X. No, you're going to like the end <laughs> This started with, I have a great quote yeah. for you, you're gonna now we're talking you know, about hiking like up hills. Because I have, to, I, have to, okay. I have to put this in. Okay. So I walked down like a neighborhood, like, and we're by Beverly Hills, and I put an Uber Select because it was closer. Yeah. And, uh... I put it in. It was like a, it was a Mercedes like C class, mm-hmm. which when I think of Uber Select, I think of a bigger car, you know. And that just was in my head, and I went, just because the amount of money is going to be a lot more. Okay. So I'm thinking like, really, like this is not even bigger than a Camry. So I went, oh, fucking Mercedes, and he goes, and Zach's with me holding a book. He goes, just got out of rehab like a week earlier. He goes, huh. and I go, what? And he goes, nothing. And I go, what? He goes, somebody's getting raped right now. (laughs) And I go, what? And he goes, somebody in this world on earth is getting raped right now. And you just complain about your Uber. (laughs) Think about that. That's terrible, but I was trying to bring him in perspective. But I was like, that's your reference? So I was like, yeah, and then he just you, goes back to it his book and starts yeah. reading. And I thought, I was like, oh, I guess you he's right. But I was <laughs> You couldn't say, like, people in North Dakota don't have Uber. You yeah. had to go with someone well, being the, He just went right, right to the harshest shit I've ever Jesus. heard. Jesus. It's the worst it's thing like I could think of. Afternoon. Brent doesn't listen, though. Yeah. So you I gotta, do listen. you got to go to 100 You do. Brent. No, I'll side with that a little bit. Yeah. I no, do listen. You do listen, no, though. No, you don't. I do listen. You just have better opinions. So finish your fucking <laughs> he story. He also just got out of rehab, so he's fucking... He, he's tapped in. Yeah, he's anyway. tapped into... Uh, 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 <laughs> That should have been the quote of that story. All right, so after you're an atheist, what are some of yeah. the what are some oh, of the moments? Well, what are some of the weird things that happen? There was a guy there. His name was Gerald. This big forty something year old guy. And Love it. what they would do is they'd have a schedule laid out. I you know I profess like I don't believe in this, but I'm okay with following biblical principles. Which we don't go. have to go there, but not all of them are good. Um, You'd say that? Oh yeah, yeah. 
Well, you, but you announced to everybody you're like I yes, don't believe in I God. I told them I don't believe in God, and it was you know one of the guys came up two night that my second night there, and said, "Well, you know you're going to hell forever, right?" And okay, it's nice meeting you. Wow, we're not you know you're still I'm here four months with this guy, but yeah. so you get up and there's a regiment where you have to pray. There's like a half hour prayer. Of course, like during that time, I just meditated. Actually, yeah. it helped having that. Focus time because I didn't. I never forced myself to do it, and it really helps. Half hour in the morning, think about all your shit, get it out of your head. How much? How much does that help? Because I hear about meditation. It helped so me much. a lot, especially in a place like that. I was losing my mind there, mm-hmm. so it helped me kind of go. You were through, probably just appreciating the silence. Appreciating the silence, going yeah. through the whole like, why have I got myself here? You know, help me appreciate the people around me who helped me. You know, it was. It's very good. I think everybody should do it. Real quick, and I want to let you just keep talking, and I sure. don't want to interrupt you much more. But like, how how early on into being there do you start to actually reflect and have those thoughts you just mentioned? Your mind has to clear. Okay. I had messed my head up so bad. It was bad. probably like he he sat in his room, his bedroom, and he wrote the meaning of life on his walls. That's where he was. Wow. At. I thought it was brilliant, which it wasn't. I mean, I'm not even good at math. And you got, and it went from right to left. It was just two plus two equals four. I did like Forever. A plus B equals C, and then I put like love plus B equals C, and I just kept filling it out until like oh I. Oh my god! He wouldn't leave right. his bedroom. He temporary. It was temporary point. psychosis. Is the only yeah. explanation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah temporary uh, but psychosis. it took about a month for my head to be clear enough to be like, okay. I mean, I didn't even realize I was there at first. I was like, it, a weekend. I was like, oh my god, what have I done to get myself here? A month in is when your head starts clearing the toxins and stuff are out of your body. And you get to start really processing things. I didn't realize how badly I messed my head up until I had that month to kind of clear my head. Because I'd been in rehab a year prior to this. Because he's one of the smartest guys I know, too. But He knows so much shit, like you said about your Yeah, I'd be good on a game show. It's very general (laughs) logic. We've got to get you on Jeopardy ASAP, dude. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not not really good at one, one certain thing. But they would, uh, the problem is you'd have these, these Christians there who were very intolerant, which is the opposite of what Jesus, if you, if you believe in yeah. him, perf- you know, explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this guy would try to force me to pray. I remember he came in and I wasn't on my knees. I was just sitting. I wasn't doing the typical, you know, your sure. fingers up yeah. meditation right. thing. And, you know, he, he wrote me up, I think, nine days in a row for not praying, which is like, how you're going to, you, do you think you're going to convert somebody to Christianity by saying, you're going to pray? Like it sounds awesome. You said to him, "Hey, to me. And you said to him, hey, dude, people are getting raped out there. What does it matter?" <laughs> I didn't if say I that. Pray? I no, didn't say that because I don't know if they would I'm, care yeah. about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. so there's no respect for there's no respect for women. No respect for women at all. In the far Why right, do you say that? In uh, Corinthians, I believe it is First or Second Corinthians, and all, all over the Bible, it's all about the woman being submissive. And I've you know I've had the opportunity to be brought up in a family in California the past year, te- uh, decade rather. I don't know why I said year, where. The woman was the figurehead. Like she took this care of this whole family, and the Christian, the hardcore Christian belief. I don't. I'm not bashing Christians, but the hardcore belief is that the woman's to be submissive. Once you marry your husband, your goals go into him. It's he's the leader. Yeah, of the family. I mean, no, that's family. horrible. Oh, this is. I got a nickname. Yeah, that's bad. I got the nickname <laughs> Doctor Shove because we were in a class one day. <laughs> And they were preaching about women being submissive. Yeah. And I remember the guy up front, the same one that wrote me up for praying, or not praying. Not praying, yeah. Said, yeah. You know, he said, what do you have to say about this, Zach? Like all Southern accents. Of course. Mm-hmm. Which is, just doesn't make you sound smart. So nope. It is. <laughs> uh, and I said, are you sure? You, uh, I didn't raise my hand. Like, I really didn't want to get involved with this. I'm trying to, you know, be patient and not be opinionated. He goes, yeah. And I said, well, I think 
what you're explaining to everybody is a little bit chauvinistic. And a guy in the back goes, Chauva what? <laughs> no idea what the word chauvinistic <laughs> meant. Perfect. And so they called me Dr. Chauve and, and Mr. Liberal Arts because Jesus. I read books besides the Bible. Chauvinistic, I'm American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what about the people that these, you by the way, are your Trump supporters? These are. Your I tr- know, Trump dude. Supporters. Yeah, well, that we were talking about. That's you. the fucking bullshit. Talk about the people that you were helping out that were like like heroin addicts that you would write letters oh, well, for. The, peop- the people there were the, the. That's where I got the most out of the experience. It wasn't the them teaching stuff. I mean, they they taught us that Whitney Houston was Satan's tool to like. There, the she fuck? writes a song that's called. Uh, it's about loving yourself. I want to dance it's with in somebody. The movie that she now it's about like you have to love. Oh, I will always first. love you. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, a bodyguard. Um, no, but their whole thing was sure, she's a tool song. of Satan because she's telling you to love yourself. Okay. you're not supposed to love yourself. Okay. Tool of okay. Satan, they said. Who can hear that voice it? and think it's a tool of Satan? Well, I know. A bad Thank person, you. Person, obviously. Right. Well, yeah. And if that exactly. is a tool of Satan, see in hell. <laughs> Do you think I want to fucking eat at a place with some goddamn bitch? Well, hell's where if hell's where all the cool people are going to be. Like if you really think about it, like you, we're all going to hell, right? We're going to be in hell. Einstein's in hell. Everybody that that is cool right. that you look up to, Abraham Lincoln, they like to tote as their God-fearing believer. Abraham Lincoln questioned his existence and didn't believe in an afterlife. So you, there's like all kinds of stuff. So after they call you Mr. Chauvy and, Sorry, yeah. and you're – no, but I'm curious. So you're like, oh, fuck, dude. I'm, I'm fucked here. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to get my head clear. I'm trying to get my thoughts straight. No one's – I don't have any support here, so I'm going to have to do this on my own. Is that kind of – Pretty much. I mean, the support came from the friends that I met there, which is what Brent was alluding okay. to. Um, and thank God – I mean, I – heard about heroin i'd never never have tried heroin thank god because i don't think it's as prevalent out here it's like a big northeast I mean, we know thing. some guys new england that. new england's a huge fucking problem for heroin because it's, it's so boring the, the stuff they told me because i i never it is got, it's boring there they go like what do we want to yeah. do look at a clam or just fucking <laughs> shoot up and see a clam <laughs> I don't know. That was a weird. I, I, I want to first of all say you're being you're great on the Brent. You're killing it again. This spot, you're this. That was hilarious. No, that was hilarious. But like I, heroin. I don't know how. They call that comic relief. I think something like that, right? <laughs> but you just made heroin funny to me, and I I couldn't laugh fully because I go. God damn, well, I, can well, I just watched a documentary called New Hi- New New England. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> Not on heroin, am I, New England? Get your shit together, Cape Cod. Why? What, what Sorry, a, I'm from there. What about Not Cape Cod? Hartford. What Not about Hartford? Brent, Connecticut. Can you shut up for a second? Brent, I was trying to talk. So heroin yeah. is. So people do it in New England because it's boring. What about? So you were like, I'm not touching it, but you, you. What I if, didn't know much about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done probably everything under the sun, but that I'm like terrified of needles, all that stuff, and heroin. It's it's probably the easiest way to die. Because if you filter it wrong, you pull in a piece of the cotton and you shoot, it can get into your heart, make your heart explode. Like, oh, there's all God. kinds of crazy stuff. And it also led these guys, one of my roommates was a big heroin addict. These guys have the biggest hearts, the nicest people you, you could meet. And, you know, some of them were, were holding families hostage to get money for their heroin, <gasps> holding up convenience they were, stores. They would, they would break in the family break houses? Break in, tie, tie people up. Oh, yeah. Like, Dude, the worst oh, kind of thing. God. And what would they steal? Because of the... They, it's all about getting money. Heroin's a very expensive habit. It's like Is it the most expensive drug? I don't think it's ex- expensive as well, like, let's be honest. But it's the like, most desperate drug. It's the most desperate drug mm-hmm. and the peep it's hard to be a successful heroin addict. Well that goes uh, without saying, yeah. If you can do coke and well, stuff, tell that to Gary Busey. Wall Street, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, it just knocks all him right. out. All right, I got one. I got one. <laughs> you got a good laugh. Swing and a miss, but it's okay. Zach went, no, your no, your it wasn't. A, in general, is good. it wasn't a swing and a miss. It no. was more of like we he was in a powerful statement. Yeah. yeah. And then he he did what we what I was gonna do. Cut. Take two. All right. So. <laughs> A fucking so Zach, swing and a miss. So Zach, so you, you wait. What did you do? You taught these heroin addicts how to read. What did you say? Well, earlier? I didn't teach them how to read from scratch, but I, I was working on a program for myself because I wanted to heal my brain. Their whole thing is it's a fourteen month program. I didn't commit to that because I was like, no, I don't do things I like for that long. Common right? move, right? By people that go to rehab, they're like, I don't need the whole term. Yes, I mean, I didn't tell anybody. I just in my head, I was like, there's no. After the first day, I'm like, there's no fucking way that I'm staying at a place like this for that long. And uh, they, their explanation was, well, 14 months is how long it takes for your brain to heal, which is true to an extent, but they're also getting free slave labor for the most part. Like They, they would send us out to work for them. They, they had an auction where they were auctioning students off for, what? for labor. Yeah, All right. Oh, it was, to it was where? Just for rich people around the area. Wow. North, I'm so slavery. North, Car- North Carolina pretty, just can't get rid of slavery. Pretty much. Oh my that part was in Pennsylvania, but it's Holy the whole North shit. Oh, okay, Northeast. okay. Yeah. So what happened um, with the heroin addicts you were talking to, though? You oh, write well, letters for them? I kind of built him? this program. I, uh, one of my mentors is really big into neurogenesis. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, it's like a – it's a way the, – the common thought – before, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, was that you can't really, after a certain age, you can't really enhance your brain, heal your brain, rebuild synapses, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I was doing uh, a program that was like teaching people cursive, adult coloring books, like all kinds of things just to keep your mind working and not just be Bible, 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And so you were doing that with people in the program. In the program, yeah. You and just it, decided by yourself you're going to do this. I was bored, but yes. Yes. It, it was a massive, massive help. It was all about. It was all about. <laughs> you can still hear me somewhat, right? Yeah, a little oh, bit. Yeah, but yeah. it sounds like you're on. But the you can. Treadmill. The problem is, you can. <laughs> you can speed up. You can speed up the process of repairing your brain, especially if you're an addict, by working at it and you know doing this neurogenesis. What is neurogenesis? It's you training it. your brain. Yeah. It's training your brain, sort of like you were as a kid. You know, like doing stuff you haven't done for a while. It reopens up certain areas of your brain, like, like when puzzles you're and shit. Puzzles, coloring. Anything different, uh, the best thing for us, you're, you're all like 30-something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is to learn a second language. Because you're using parts of your brain right that you haven't used. And memories will come back because it has to traverse a new pathway. So just it overall just heals your brain. It, it would be perfect for a rehab to do this. I see late-night commercials all the time about like those brain games or those like certain things that are like designed to open up, like what you just said, different paths to, to trigger yeah, yeah. different, to, to just make you absorb more info. So you're saying if we were to take up a language right now, we would innately become smarter or open up. Your we- memory, it'll improve every aspect of your mental cognition, your, your memory. Holy learning shit. faster. It's crazy. Well, it's I the caramba, same thing. But it's how much weed can I smoke if I'm doing the you, language? You can smoke everything, as much dude. As you Look want. at Keith Richards, dude. That guy looks like a goddamn gel. Touche. Great Keith Richards. Great Keith Richards impression. Zach, before we leave, give yeah. us one story. We got, we got five minutes weird left. We got five minutes left. Story. Well, no, I want to. I, mean, I want to hear a weird story about this fucking thing. Well, there's, I mean, this is... There's so many. I mean, you're going to have to come back and, and, and just talk sure, more to yeah. us. Yeah. got a bazillion uh, story. The, the director's oh. daughter is the only woman we saw for months, so everybody okay. thought she was her. hot, though, huh? Oh, she was gorgeous. Well, yeah. yeah. What happened the, there, so, huh? Nothing happened there. It's the only but, woman you've seen for months. But you were going to ask something. Go ahead. Well, so, okay, so, so, I mean, so, 
how much weed can I smoke? No. I, uh, so okay. So so learning a language. The once you start to uh, help them uh, get better, right? These heroin addicts and, yeah, and yeah. befriend them and murderers. He so helped not, murderers. So you're <laughs> you helped murderers, didn't you? Not murder, not plural. There's more involved in those stories, but but didn't you help people that were murderers? I yeah, but go on, Adam. But you what did you help them with though? <laughs> don't. I over that. Writing, you know, a lot of writing. them can't write cursive. One of the guys, his grandmother loved cursive. She was going to pass away. She had terminal cancer. Holy and he said, dude, shit. I want I want to, oh my God, did I just choke up there for a second? Yeah, you did. He said, uh, okay. can you I'm send a letter to my grandmother that I wrote in cursive because she doesn't have much time and she loves, you know, getting cursive. So stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Jesus. But you were like, I mean, but, that, but that's more like what Jesus would do than. Yes. No. I mean, that's oh, the irony shit, in all dude. of this. Yeah. But, so, and I don't want to build myself up. I like it was just it was more of meeting people, lo- you know, caring and loving them. Because you're with these guys. I was there for almost six months. You want to help them. Yeah, but know? a lot of people don't don't operate from that mindset. So you you are a special person that that was put in this place, and you went out of your way. And I'm sure as a result of you going out of your way to do this, like you were helping yourself by doing that. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was because abs- you were getting yourself back. Mm-hmm. Getting myself back, and you know, there's something about when you help people like that, and you see the effects of it. Because a lot of times, you'll do something for people. You'll give a homeless guy a sandwich, for instance. You don't see the progress of it. Yeah, but if you saw a guy eat a sandwich, it, and then like you saw him the next get day later, yeah. yes. or take your you sandwich, see, and, yeah, yeah, there's returns for what you're doing. Sure, yeah, so. that and you're and you're and you're Zach, and you're trying to be way, better for them as, as well. Because yeah, as you're so seeing them not, improve, you're like, oh fuck, I got to be yeah. good now. Yes. So now I can continue to help them. But I, absolutely, I, can yes, I can 100%. I say can I say though, Zach, knowing him from college, he had this thing where it'd be like, he always had that. Mm-hmm. It was always a thing where like, all right, He's I want to be a helper. I want to be a helper. Gotcha. So even when he would be in a place that seems like a jail with murderers, uh, he it didn't would help. surprise you to hear those. It stories. didn't, and here's yeah. why: because when we lived in this apartment in Van Nuys, which was a one bedroom with a loft. Where uh, we had me, him, and my cousin, and it was such a shithole. We had drug dealers next door. We had everybody, like that was the worst people you could imagine. We had a murder outside when my little brother came to visit. Like for some reason, I always wondered. I was like, everybody knew who Zach was, and they'd be like, Zach. They called him Zach or Zach because yeah, they couldn't really say the Z. Yeah, but they loved him. Because he was good at, like, pulling people in, being like, it's okay. And he would go have dinner with the Maria, the manager's family. And the whole family lived in this complex. So we were the only white They were terrified of bread, by the way. They were terrified of bread. For no reason. <laughs> well, I was, know, just because no I was white. They heard him yelling. <laughs> just because I was just, white. Just because you like walking around with your dick out. And, like, you can't <laughs> no, really get they would be terrified that. there. They would kill me. <laughs> My dick is... Tiny. I, you were gonna ask something. I well, so what you're saying is that Zach's, and we definitely get that uh, impression from you just being here and knowing you, and from the brief time I've known you, that how great of a dude you are. So you got, I mean, fuck. He had a gr- he's you, a great people person. Yeah, but I think, it, I mean, you, I mean, it's incredible that, I mean, a that you went through that and got yourself better, right? I mean, and you didn't. How many days did you fulfill? Uh, I was just about five and a half months. Okay, so a significant place. amount of time. Pretty significant. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. it goes fast after you're there for a while but yeah so and when you when you walk out i mean are you trying to like are you looking at these guys that you've helped along the way are you like feeling sad that like are, are you feeling some like uh, responsibility to go like i don't know i mean i'm i'm ready to leave but i don't feel oh, like dude, i that should was, that it because... was almost like stockholm syndrome because mm-hmm. 
the program itself was a nightmare. I cried because there were probably six or seven guys that came helped me get my stuff out. My dad had picked me up, and I was going to be flying to California. I just cried because you're you're talking to these guys, and a lot of the my roommate who was a heroin addict, he's been in rehabs eleven times. So you're like, I might never see this guy again. He's on his own right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was that aspect of it where you're like, holy shit, man. But but you're like, I gotta keep going with my life. I can't. Yeah, it was becoming detrimental for me. Like you, you to, to help end this in yeah. a positive note, can you talk about when you got in an argument, like when you were there and you got in <laughs> just this any fight argument with when you had to go to like a committee? Remember that? Oh, they, they my like, roommate. Okay. Oh, they called him <laughs> Wild Bill. He was How long you guy. been there? How long you been there? I was in. I transferred to PA. That's the way the program worked, and I had been there for probably a couple, probably two or three weeks. The guy seemed normal, but he had came to be that he had horrific anger issues. I think he was maybe court-ordered. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and this guy was convinced that... Because he would do the grossest shit. Like, he had a foot problem. And I came in one day and What the do you dudes, mean when you say that? The, what? what do yeah, you what do you mean? Foot what do you mean foot problem? Like his foot was too big. It was too cool. No, he had a shoe off. He was sitting in the middle of the room. Because you share with... It's, there's two bunks. Okay. And he's got sandpaper. And he's just going to town on his foot. Sandpaper on his foot? He's sanding, yeah. he's sanding, sanding his foot like his it's a foot. Pinewood Derby and car. You see what, the, do you think he's not American? You see, the pieces, <laughs> no you see the pieces of his foot coming off, and you're like, and I'm, I, I'm not very good at keeping my mouth shut sometimes. He's not. That's but I have friends. gotten a little bit better at how I approach it. So I'm in my head, I'm in the right, and I say, Bill, that's really disgusting. Can you please at least put a towel under it? And that started this like two-week-long thing where he thought I was out to get him. <laughs> And you know he what was up, what was Bill's issue? Why was he there? He was an alcoholic for a while. Okay. Um, How old was he? I mean, he's fifty, I think. Okay. Was fifty in his fifties. What was his favorite ice cream flavor? Yeah, why are you asking me these questions? Yeah, not because it paints a picture. Okay. he's a little guy too. He's he's a very little guy. How little? Wait, 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 wait. why are we fucking <laughs> digging up on them? Now, okay. So that, well, now I'm starting to see I didn't his point of view. You're not a little man. The foot guy. I I, I think he's right. Yeah. Why am I saying this like Bernie Sanders? Brad, Brad, <laughs> you like got Bernie a Sanders. goddamn great career. You're nothing more than a floating <laughs> fucking <Flub>. inspiration. <laughs> Floating fucking inspiration. That's the name of my next special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the billboard's incredible, by the way. It's just you floating. It actually is kind of great. Yeah, it's you holding two different types of cotton candy. Hopefully, just not red and blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know what would get a lot of interest? <laughs> what was that, the Brent Warren? different races. <laughs> On the cotton candy. Oh, delete no. that. Delete oh. that. Don't say cotton candy. Don't say anything, cotton. <laughs> Go ahead. Jesus Christ, Adam. Adam uh, Ray said that. Adam Ray, what is wrong with you? Oh, so I, what about then, Cotton Fury, the role that Liv Schreiber played in um, Scream? All right, here we go. That's so, a good-ass <laughs> fucking that's, role. It's a pull reference. That all guy's right. got it all So this on. guy's jerking his foot off, and yeah. you're like, hey, man. It was just gross, and it, a lot of different things happened. He would shine shoes in the room, and you'd get high off the fumes. So you're, you know, naturally, I'd say, hey, man, can you shine shoes? Because people did stuff to make money in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get like three bucks a pair of shoes or something, and it's like, you know, can you do this in a separate room? And he would see it as me attacking him. Not as me being a rational human being. Can I say something before he finishes his story? Backstory. <laughs> no, gonna, no, you're gonna say it anyway. No, no. This is this will help. Jesus. This will help the end of the right. story. Backstory to that: When we were in film school, uh, he was working for uh, this guy Nolan Bushnell, created Atari, employed Steve Jobs, yep. had a company called uh, U Wink. 
that was doing a restaurant controlled by computers. And uh, it was one of these moments where we were in film school together. He was like, I think we could try to sell a, 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 a commercial if we throw a, like a, a promotional party at a particular restaurant okay. and see if we can beat the bar sale. If we beat the bar sale, then we could say we know promotion and yep. we could sell the commercials. So I'm like 21, maybe. That was one of Brent's first stand-up <clears throat> acts, by the way. But it was like, no, that wasn't it. It was like when we broke the record that night, it was at, at the U-Wink in Woodland yeah, Hills, yeah, yeah. and we broke it, and we said, hey, we broke the bar record. So the next day, we got to pitch a commercial against an advertising company. And uh, it was one of the first moments where like Zach was working because he's – has engineer skills. He was working on the engineer floor, but he was like, he was the guy who could talk because most engineers and computers can't have a, uh, they're not good salesmen. So he was the guy who would communicate for them. It was like that whole thing. And uh, so we went in and we pitched our commercials. We thought them out, you know, and it worked and they laughed. And uh, what happened is the guy who was competing against us who actually does it for a living went, I can't compete against that. Mm -hmm. But then the president goes, uh, Nolan Bushnell was like, uh, when we did Chuck E. Cheese, because he created Chuck E. Cheese too, he goes, I don't agree with this. I don't think that's right. And so it was like a weird silence. I'm like 21 years old. I'm scared. Zach works for the company, and there's a weird, awkward silence in a boardroom meeting. And then Zach goes, uh, I disagree. I think you're wrong. It's a guy who literally <laughs> created Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. And there was a weird pause. You see your face. Yeah. Adam's face is like, what the fuck? That was my face. I was like, ugh. <laughs> All you hear after a while goes, everybody in the board goes, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. And they all agreed with Zach. And then afterwards, Zach goes, <sighs> fuck, that was a risk, huh? <laughs> like, 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 but he just didn't agree with it. Like he, he was just like, Fuck yeah. There was there would have been a better way to approach it. The man's a brilliant man, obviously. Obviously, he's one of my mentors. But I, you the know, guy create created well, video not... games and created Silicon well, Valley. Well, if I can be honest, Chuck E. Cheese is what stood out to me in that sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, and he's one of the first brands of MapQuest, right? Yeah. yeah what yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, and he just says while well, we're in college, what? I completely disagree. That's what he said. I want to. I was like, for the what? viewers, for me, for Brad, yeah. for like, what, 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 uh, what is the lesson to be learned from that? I mean, like, what? Because you definitely, you, you were at a crossroads. You well, went that I'm way. Homeless right now, so I don't know if I should be given lessons. But <laughs> I, I would know, say, dude. I would say, because Nolan respected that I did that, even if he disagreed. Mm-hmm. I've learned okay. so much from this guy, and the lesson that I learned was. If you're passionate about something and you work at a company, the people who employ you, they won't, if they're a good employer, they're not going to be mad if you put your neck out on the line for something that you care about. Because it was something that I cared about. It wasn't a self-serving thing. It was, I care about this company. I think this guy's a sleazeball, the guy, the, the ad agency guy. I think this is the direction we need to go in. And it was, if you're passionate about something, your heart's into it, say it. What's the worst that's going to happen? And that's a lesson I took from that. So, Long story short, I directed my first actual paid commercial that aired in Southern California. And, uh, and then I had a moving billboard on uh, Highland, Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. And they have that moving billboard over there. That's yeah. like a video because of this meeting. And wow. Before I graduated college. I was a working director before I ever graduated college because of him going, I disagree to a guy who's a millionaire. <laughs> what the fuck? 
fuck you got you. stones, dude. <laughs> Zach, you're an intriguing. Uh, I oh, mean, he's the most intriguing person I've ever met. I mean, and that's an under. I mean, there's not a word big enough to. I mean, intriguing. As I said it, I go, that's not the right word. So he's but. back in the game, no. That's the thing. And ladies, I'm single. Yeah, he yeah, is. you're looking. Gotta, Are you looking? Yeah, so if you, nah, I'm not really looking. I got to want to bang a, for, a, a former alcoholic on Brent Morin's couch. You look up Zach. Yeah, but if you take somebody <laughs> who who is argumentative enough to go to a full religious religious <laughs> rehab and they go like, "Are you religious?" I would easily go like, "Yeah," just so I wouldn't avoid, yeah, just like, avoid everything. Sure. And he goes, "Nope, I'm an atheist." <laughs> and 182 people deal with this, and I wonder why he's dealing with like, "God, I got a lot of rehab problems." <laughs> <laughs> You know what though? He doesn't do heroin. Nope. He looks very healthy. Sure. He does. You got nice. Yeah, you know, the twelfth. I'm coming up on six months on the twelfth. There you go. Yeah. You got nice glasses, and you're patient, ladies. Let's be honest. That's a top fucking billing statement. <laughs> if you're looking to yeah. snag a dude. And, also, also, I will say this. And Brent, uh, Brent we, does he have a good have, size dick? That, he does actually. Have okay, a good there you dick. go. I've seen it because I have that problem. We're looking at friends' dicks. I'm looking at three friends I know who have good dicks. Um, that actually, that note was fun, huh? Wow. Um, I will say this, this though. Look yeah. out for Pastor Tom. That that show's gonna happen. Oh, I mean, like just I, yeah. It's so you, you do write. Yes. Yeah. Right. I don't like calling right, myself right. a writer until I'm making money. Mm-hmm. I don't. Our it's just a humble yet a healthy approach. Yeah. We got a couple of shit going on, but Pastor Tom, a dark right. comedy is going to come out. Well, it's going to be on HBO, Stars, or Showtime, and I will say or that Netflix. I prefer year, Netflix or Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Also, listen to the preferred thing. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> we'll take whatever we get. So, you, anybody listening to the concept earlier, just fucking do it. Okay. This yeah. is a. This is. I mean, you know, Brent set has the record holder of appearances on this podcast. He's a fan favorite. He's, oh wow! He's huh. the he's the oh, most wow. beloved he guest. He says because well, you don't believe surprised. it. I don't not believe it. I you're just... surprised by it. Well, I've seen. I well, looked at the website before. You've had some big names. So right. why am I? Why can't I be a fan favorite? <laughs> wow! I Sorry, just we have like a, a Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, like you said that in a way I'm like charming. That was not my. That was not my intention. No, no, no. I'm just. Well, my goddamn charm. Here's my why. I'll, 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 first of all, Brent's uh, a great conversationalist. Yep. Yes. Um, he's yes, very fun. So. He yes ands, but also, and this 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 episode today speaks to Brent's. Um, stardom in the ALN uh, history books is that he's been on in many different facets. He's been on by himself a handful of times. Oh, yeah. He's been live on episode. A live episode. Yep. Uh, he's been on uh, where he brought... He's brought three different people. No one else has done that, and they've always been great. Wow. Today's no exception. Zach, thank you for being here. Thank yep. you, guys. You're the man. It. Come back Zach, anytime. you're writing a book. What's your book about? It's a, I'm not giving ideas away. That's the yeah, dumbest thing. Oh, yeah. Go. Don't promote a fucking book, you pussy. It's a science yeah. fiction book. It's going to be good. I'll, I'll tell you what. All right, how about once this? Once it's done, I'll come back on here. I and love that. It. Perfect. It sounds good. No, also, we're working on a movie. By the way, the movie. first no. whistle at a dude into the microphone in my apartment. Very, I will yeah. also say this. We're working on an indie, independent uh, uh, film script Great. where I'm going to play Zach and his experience in that rehab. I want to play the heroin addict. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be involved. You'll be involved. I'll We're play the tiny involved. guy with the feet. <laughs> We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a script yeah, about no, his we, experience. We had, a, we had a tiny guy in there. You could. Well, yeah, I'm the tiny. We're, gonna, we're gonna have a fucking movie that's gonna be made for about two million dollars, yeah. three million. We'll see what happens, but it's gonna happen. Sure, it's gonna be written in next year. I'm gonna get an Academy Award nomination for the tiny guy with the foot. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis, my left foot. Welcome, Brad Williams, my crazy, actually, my only foot. That's actually, that's actually not crazy to say, like, I'm an 
Academy. Uh, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Show. That's the show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.